Hello, everybody. Welcome to Showhoppers Lost Season 2, Episode 23, Live Together, Die Alone. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. I am a Michael Liker. A Michael Liker. A Michael Licker. A Michael Liker. And Michael we're here. Liker. Yeah, liquor. I'm oh, sorry, liquor. Liquor. Is she no. liker or liquor? I've already forgotten. Liker, liker. Mm. I like Michael. You like Michael. That's good. I like Mike. Because, like Mike, because here we are at the finale of Lost Season 2. Mr. Sal, he's never seen the series before. It's his first time watched through me. I've seen Season 2 before, and I've seen some more of Lost. How much more? That is the question. But here we are, yeah, Mr. We, Sal. We truly don't know after this. You All you've told me is that you have seen Season 2. And so I, I do not know where you stopped. I'll tell you what, I definitely sound more after season two, because here we are at the finale, a second season mm. finale for Lost, almost a year in the making. <laughs> oh my each, gosh, seriously. <laughs> to reach two seasons of Lost, week by week viewing. Uh, amazing. Real. Yeah. What an accomplishment, Mr. Sal, but also, hey, an accomplishment, yeah, it is. also an accomplishment that I will not get too deep into. Because I've explained it in the season one finale, and I've explained it in a lot of other shows finales. But all I will say is, here I am to reveal Mr. Sal's sixth social security number. Digit. Only, social security oh, number. man. Only three left. Only three left. Now, for those I don't know, basically, it's my incentive for you to keep watching the podcast or to hear social security numbers. Obviously, don't just skip to the finale to hear them, because if you do that, you'll get spoiled, and you know, because you're going to stick around anyway, I'm sure. So, why not start at the beginning? And then work your way up and then here's social security number. Also, you're not allowed to use it against his permission because that's, that's right. illegal. That's illegal. Correct. You just you just can't do that. I'm telling you, you can't. The sixth digit, it's the number five. It's the number five. Just Sal won't react, but trust me, he's he's shivering in his boots. He's also wearing boots. Yes. Well, <laughs> but that aside, Mr. Right. That aside, I've squared that away. That's some of the housekeeping. That's gone. What, what we also need to get aside, though, is your rating for this episode. And now this is obviously very important. The last few episodes have been very good. The, the ending to season two, I think, right? Is that fair to say that you've enjoyed oh, absolutely. Yeah. all these episodes? Um, yes. Let me think back. So you gave you gave Dave 10, right? Dave, Dave a 10. SOS should have been a 10. Two for the road. I think nine is more than fair for SOS. <laughs> two for the road, 10. Question mark? Ten. Was that a ten? Yeah. Three minutes. That was a nine. Mm, yeah. See, but now the question is, did you give this a ten? So you were hope you were hoping that these flashbacks would be of Walt or some other, and then you eventually even said Desmond, right? You would I, like that. I, I'm so glad you give me credit for this. I was really afraid you were going to try to sweep that under the rug. But you also said a lot of other people, so it's like, eh, yeah. Yeah, but where did I pull that from? <laughs> Get really defensive about that. I mean, mean, come on, that's a that was like, I I hey, we've said before, if you say it on the podcast, you get credit for it. I don't remember that. Can you like the episode where we said that? Nope. (laughs) And I I guess I'll let's go into what I'm saying now, which is you don't just get credit for saying it. Uh, We Uh, we got. I gave you credit, but then you got too excited about it, so then I had to take it back. There, there's Desmond, right? And obviously, we found out what the sailboat was all about. We learn more about the others. We learn more about the button, and actually, we see a lot, a lot of things. Is that episode or say episodes? I'll just consider it one really long episode. Mm-hmm. But the biggest question of all is just how I really, 
I'm trying to think which way you went on this. Now, I don't think there's any part that really bored you. And I think there's some things that you even... So I, the flashbacks, I think you're intrigued by uh, because there's Desmond, right? That even we get to see back some Libby. But there, there was Desmond and Libby. You are correct about that. We we see a lot more of Desmond. Even Jack, actually. See Jack. Uh, we I think you love the the weird little thing of um, Desmond saving our mutual friend for a really hard time. I think you're a sap. I, 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 you don't, you haven't shipped most of the lost characters, but I think you might ship Desmond and Penny. Uh, after that uh, lovely new stuff, sir. I'm not, not saying that, but even most importantly, I've, I've, I've kind of hidden around it. We have our favorite military Saeed user that came back oh, as well. That I, right. I was very excited for you to see come back because I, I mean, there's, there's no way you could see it coming. There's, there's actually, absolutely there's, not. Actually, there is a way you can see it coming, which is you might have even asked this during the Saeed episode, but I think you asked to what his name is, and the only given by is like his lieutenant last name. Okay, gotcha. And if you see his first name is Kelvin, which I mean, granted, just because his name Kelvin doesn't mean you go, oh, was that Desmond's Kelvin? Maybe you would have, but yeah, I definitely would have. So okay, well, but they, they but they they don't reveal that at all in that episode. They don't reveal yeah. it in the show. No, yeah. I think I was watching on the IMDb view or Amazon view where it shows you the characters' names. The universe. Like <laughs> did I not? Did I not catch that? Uh, I, if you watch it on Hulu, maybe, you don't see that. No, I watched it. I I watched it on Hulu. Yeah, right. Then you, yeah, Hulu I'm talking that. about on IS on IMDb, which I I'm I swear I looked at that, but I just didn't make the connection. So I guess I would not have made the connection. Very good. Well, I mean, Kelvin's only mentioned a few times by Desmond, so I was I was hopeful, but you know, so we learned a lot more about the history of things on the island. I mean, we get the most knowledgeable man we've seen yet in terms of understanding this swan and a lot of other things um, in Kelvin or Clancy Brown, whichever we still want to call him. Yeah, it was, he was credited on IMDb as Calvin Inman. Mm -hmm. So, oh Uh, man, I'm disappointed that I missed that. And obviously a lot more survivors and whatnot. The question is, was it 10 worthy for Mr. Stout? It ends with a lot of question marks. But is it too many question marks? Hmm. And are the payoffs enough for Mr. Sal? We get answers. I think I I I want uh, I'm hyping myself up, Mr. Sal, to say you gave it a 10. Is that is that a good idea to say? If that is I mean you should always be true to yourself. So if that's what, where your passions lie, you gave it a 10. Go for it. Well, I gave it. A seven plus three. So yeah, that's ten. Yeah, right. Oh my god. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. I was like, no, wait, what? <laughs> I was so oh, it's just sad. I was so yeah. sad. Oh man. Oh, this is so good. Oh this Dude, was... I also gave it a ten. Oh, oh this is so good. Oh. Is it your favorite this episode, was... Mr. Sal? Uh, it is my favorite episode. This it was is a good. Delicious, delicious episode. It's so good. <laughs> well, was in that case, I mean, so what? What would you? So if we break it down to the components, I guess yeah. I'll break down the components to Desmond's flashbacks before the island, flashbacks on the island. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, will be a bit more par- parts here. Um, the hatch stuff, and then the survivors we know stuff. I think that's yeah. four different yeah. parts there. So what, what would you rate that as? 
No, I gave everything a 10. Everything. Just everything. Just everything. Just, you're just, you're just, you're just throwing in everything willy like 10, 10, 10, 8, 10. Yeah. Even the golf yeah. stuff that happened in this episode, 10, right? Like, that's, that's there was no golf. There was no golf. But, it, you know, even like the probably my least favorite stuff was the Saeed Jin Sun stuff. Yeah. The sta- oh, yeah. Team Sailing. But it's very yeah. minimal, and even that it's very. And I think it's only because it was so minimal that it's my least favorite stuff. Because you know, it was pretty interesting. I mean, that giant foot was incredible. But uh, the the you know, with four toes the, only, four toes. Yeah, indeed, it's a cartoon foot. Anyway, I was I was not as enamored, I guess, with the button stuff in the first episode, but in the second episode, I I was totally into it. So, yeah. This so. is, and and I really am shocked that the most interesting character suddenly is uh, a character who died in Libby. So, really? No, she's not the most interesting character. But that is a very she, she is extremely interesting in death. Yeah, yeah. There, there was some interesting. You know, what was she doing in the mental hospital? Hurley's, uh, Hurley, you know, where Hurley was, and the stuff with Desmond and. Giving ending up getting him the Elizabeth named after herself. Did you look at that? Yep. So yeah, definitely interesting things. And, and very who, and of course, well, I'm gonna, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. That's fine. Yeah, okay. But but yeah, it it was so good, and it, I was I could not have been happier that it was Desmond getting flashbacks. Couldn't yeah, have been happier. It, it's interesting that kind of the main character of these two episodes. It's Desmond. It is interesting, and I, and I love that because he's yeah, a it works well. character, and he disappeared, mm-hmm. and, and I'm so glad that he's back. But it, I had asked the question, I think, last week, now that we've seen all Michael's stuff, that, that there's not any way to really connect to the other mysteries of the island in flashback, uh, uh, but unless we went through somebody like Henry or Desmond... Walt, uh, or yeah, Walt, cetera. or Walt, yeah. So, uh, so it was awesome that it that it happened through Desmond. It was it was very 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 good. Well, I'm glad that you looked the episode, and I'm even more glad because there's also a lot of uh, ways this episode ends. The questions in the air, and we're gonna see if you want to post some flags in some ways. And that's fine. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I know that there there were some questions raised at the end of this episode, but. Not it was not like the season one finale. We yeah, where the hatch is open, way and stranded, <laughs> and Walt gets kidnapped. I mean, really, it, we got way more answers, I thought, than we did in that finale, and way fewer. I call them dangling chads. I think I've told you this before. Way fewer <laughs> in the season. So, are well, you ready to get started, then, Mister Sal? Anything else you want to say on this? Okay, so there's one other thing I want to say. And this really had very little to do with the episode, but and I don't know why I haven't made this connection beforehand, but I don't, and I don't think that I've said it on the podcast. So you let me know if I have, but I now believe that son's baby is Jin's baby. You have not said this. You, you said it's Mr. Okay. Lee's. Why have yeah. you? Um... Uh, because I've forgotten about the healing properties of the island. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the, the lock you know couldn't walk and now he can that rose, rose. had can- cancer and now she doesn't so why wouldn't jin's uh impotence be healed 
Well, so then in that case, I have a, a question for you. Do you think he's, she still had an affair or no? Uh, no. No affair. Oh, okay. So no affair. Not, not, not sexual. I bet they may have kissed, but I, but I don't think she had sex with him. Okay. Okay. So we've changed that flag around. Okay. Fair. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see if you change your mind on that again at any point, but okay. I so. can't believe I didn't come to that conclusion during SOS. <laughs> I think there was just not enough gin and sun in that episode that I thought oh, gin, gin was in it. No, I take that back. They were there doing stuff. I don't know why I didn't make the connection. Jen was the last person. Maybe you should have really given a 10. Bernard. Maybe you should have really given that episode a 10. Nah. I should have many people. I think that's a very underrated episode. You yeah, that is anyone the, out there. I, I, yeah, I do agree. It's an underrated episode, but I don't think it's 10 worthy. Right, it's not on a level with this. This is this is my. Do we want to give this 11, Mr. Sal? No, oh, man. <laughs> maybe. This is, no. This, uh, I'll tell you what, though. This season of Lost was really fantastic. Great season of Lost. Well, I think without further ado, then Mr. Sal, let's get into it. And, and by getting into it, we get to uh, the boat, right? So mm-hmm. we ended off last episode with the funeral, Libby yep. and Osea's funeral, and we start this one with that boat that they saw, right? And you had no idea what the boat could be, right? And obviously, I'm not gonna keep yeah. prodding you if you have no idea. But we expect. I mean, I guess you weren't expecting much at all. But they go, yeah. Saeed, yeah. Sawyer, Jack, they swim onto well, the boat. Hold on, though. I did expect this to be Desmond because he was in the previously on. Oh, my lord. <laughs> so, I, you know, at the end of last episode, no, I had no idea what this was. Uh, but once they showed the previously on, and then I saw the boat, I was like, oh, this must be Desmond. Ah, uh, Desmond, so. yes. And Desmond it is uh, as they siege the boat with their guns. Desmond even kind of mm-hmm. shoots back uh, a bit, but do, there he do is. Guns, do guns work when wet. they've been submerged in water they, like this. they talked about this in the beginning of season two during a drift right because okay. but then when it was a uh, michael and sawyer i think they yeah i think they talked about this but i don't remember what the conclusion from this came up because they had the same conversation <laughs> okay and no uh, i don't think they work wet because i don't think he could have shot the shark no he could shoot the shark still guns still work wet i think i think that's what all right said. Well, at least these guns do, and that's fine. I, I don't, I'm not going to get hung up on that. Uh, what I would get hung up on is why is Jack the first one in the water? Like Sawyer's getting ready to go. Let Sawyer go. Why are you going, Jack? Jack, you can't, you can't recognize... let Sawyer upstand him. No, look, Jack needs to realize his own value, which is pretty high on this island. Like, stop putting yourself in harm's way and just let other people do this stuff. Just anyway. sit back and relax, but. We get a drunken Desmond armed with a shotgun, it would appear, when they finally uh, greet him. So, Mr. Sal, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on seeing the drunken Desmond in a boat? Did you jump to anything, or were you just... I Well, I, I assumed that this was the boat he got here on. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wasn't sure why he was sailing back to the island <laughs> would, have, would have expected him to be sailing in the other direction yeah so. fair enough uh did you think he was at what the others at all like he was part of the others no that never really crossed my mind fair enough uh well night strikes desmond's still drinking on the island and jack kind of questions him a bit you know and why did you even come back most like you right i think most people asking why would desmond sail back to the island mm-hmm. and desmond never meant to sail back to the island he sailed to due west for about two and a half weeks, which is how long Desmond's been gone for about, which is amazing to think that this season was only like 
20 oh. days, right? Not even. There's, there's, there's been like more episodes than there has been days about. That's about. crazy. So each episode equates to about a day. It would seem as though. I love and, that actually. I think that's awesome. Very quick compared to season one. Yeah, this has gone much slower. Uh, and he's mm-hmm. but, but despite that sailing for two and a half weeks, he should have been to Fiji in a single week. So, what gives? He just ended up back here, and he concludes yeah. that it might just be because he's drunk. He's saying this, but he feels that there's nothing out there left. Right? They're stuck in a snow globe. You know, there's mm-hmm. no way they can escape here. So whatever. Right? I give up. So mm-hmm. he contents himself to keep drinking on whatever bender he's on because yeah. he's uh he's not very happy. And this is this is all there is. He says that's all there could be. Uh, and but before Jack goes to leave. Desmond does ask if he still pushes the button, and indeed, they still are pushing the button. <laughs> uh, we get to the first flashback, and it's Desmond being released from a, a military prison. He's been dishonorably discharged from a, some uh, the British Army's Royal Scottish Regiment yep. or whatever. Yep. Yep. There we go. Uh, he gets back some of his possessions, which, you know, some of the standard stuff. But the most interesting part, being well, I guess he gets a photo with a mystery woman we don't really know at this point yet. But mm-hmm. also... Well, I mean, Charles... she's definitely familiar looking. She's a pretty well-known actress. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mystery yeah. in terms of the series. Yeah. Uh, and we get to learn about his copy of Charles Dickens, Our Mutual Friend, Mr. Sal. Now, mm-hmm. the guard questions him, you know, why wouldn't you read it while you were locked up and so forth? And Desmond explains that he's read every Charles Dickens book except for Our Mutual Friend. And he's saving that as a final treat before he dies. Which, I mean, that kind of hinges on the fact that he knows before he dies, but yeah. there you go. <laughs> as the guard points out, but nonetheless, Desmond keeps it as a final treat. So, mm-hmm. what do you think about that, Mr. Sal? That little nuance. So, uh, it's interesting. I mean, Dickens is not a quick read, so I, I'm not sure. Like, you you got to be almost For you, terminally... maybe. For you, me. What's that? For you, maybe. For me, it's a, it's definitely not. <laughs> I think you got to be like terminally ill to to have that much time before you know you're gonna go to to read. A Charles, How would you a feel if, if Desmond thought he was about to die? He opens the book and like reads the first page, like ah, it's a terrible book, or he just or he just quickly like <laughs> rifts through the pages and he goes ah, good read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do love I love it as an indicator. Of yes, his you know when medic. he feels stressed yeah. and when he yep. thinks the end is near. So it does become yep. vital to knowing that later on. As, yeah, I, I am interested to know why this particular book. That's true. Why our mutual friend? Why? Yeah. Why not? And I don't okay. know anything about this book. I've never read it. I've never even heard of it, actually. So, sure. so uh, say, still the flashback. It's him exiting the prison, and he gets offered a ride by a man whose name we'll soon learn. I'm not going to, you know, hide it for too long. Charles Widmore, right? Yes. Uh, that sounds and, so familiar to me. I, do I know the name Widmore from someplace else in this series? Do you? I, I don't know. I The name sounds very familiar. Maybe you do. Really? Maybe you do. No, maybe you don't. Nah, you don't. You don't, Mr. Sal. Well, I'm not worrying about it, but I, I, I do think it sounds familiar, and I feel like we've heard that name on this show before. But Listen, relax. Okay. Relax. You don't. You don't remember the name. Okay. Got Do you remember it. the name, Mr. Sale? What name? Exactly. So <laughs> we have Charles <laughs> Widmore. 
Uh, I keep wanting to say Charles Wilkes, by the way. That's that's an oh, yeah, right. <laughs> So Charles here, we can very quickly. T- oh, by the way, he seems wealthy. He has a limousine and whatnot, and tells Desmond to get in. And we can very much so tell they there's a disdain between the two, right? Desmond doesn't oh, yeah. want to get in, whatever. They get back in, and Charles tells them how he's brought Desmond two boxes: one of the past, one of the future. So mm-hmm. one of the past has a box of every letter letter he has written to Charles' daughter Penny. Uh, that he's I, we don't know that it's his daughter at that point, but yes. Yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll very quickly learn that it is. And she's moved on. She's getting married. And Desmond, you have to move on, right? Stay away from my daughter. The other box mm-hmm. has money for Desmond's new life away from his daughter, right? A simple contract, right? Yep. Uh, take the money. No contact with my daughter. And that's in the flashback. We'll later learn he did not accept that deal. But right then yep. and there. That's what we see. Uh, any it's, thoughts on that? The first flashback. Did you notice the addresses? <laughs> Mr. Sal, what are the addresses? <laughs> one, of them, one of them is 23 and the other one's 42. Oh, okay. <laughs> the yeah. numbers. Yep. Mm. How do you feel about the numbers, Mr. Sal? I, I, every time I see them now, I'm really like, oh, no, this is all in Hurley's head. Oh, this is all in Hurley's head. <laughs> see, uh, Sal, there, there's, a, there's a scene in this episode. I know. <laughs> where they really, where they really prey on that. Um, but anyway, for now, we get back to the, we get back to the present day. It's night now, and Saeed and Jack are talking. They're talking strategy on how they can get an advantage uh, over Michael and the others. And Saeed has a plan to use the boat. Right. Uh, we kind of split into two teams: Team Bait, Team Sailors. Okay, mm-hmm. Team Bait is exactly what Michael wants to do. You guys follow Michael to the trap, but while you guys do that, I'll be a team sail, right? I'll be on the boat, go by much faster to the location, scout them, and then after I scout them, I'll burn a dark signal fire, much like Rousseau did before, or the others, which, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, to which we'll all meet up, and from there, we can go in together with the information yeah. I've gathered. Now, Jack's still a bit skeptical on whether Michael's turned, but Saeed is more than confident. Uh, and this, this is enough to convince Jack. So Jack also wants to make sure he tells the rest of Team Bait, Hurley, Kate Sawyer, that, hey, um, you know, about the plan that's going on. But yep. Sawyer stops him, not Sawyer, Saeed stops him from doing so because, uh, you know, that, that might tip off Michael in some capacity, especially if you tell Hurley. You know, he's a bit, a, bit of a big mouth. <laughs> so, that is a fair point. So, and also they might not want to, I, I doubt really would want to go if he knew he was part of team bait. <laughs> so, right. uh, though there's no telling them and that's, that's all there is. You're going to have to wait for the black smoke and come to the black smoke. Simple as that. So mm-hmm. there's the plan set in motion. You like that plan, Mr. Sal? Uh, no, I'm not in love with it, but it's, I, I don't know. It's a plan. I can't think of it. Is that an advantage? One, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll take the advantage we can get over them. The surprise. Meanwhile, in the swan. Locke moses on over and gives Echo a good visit at the button, right? And Locke wants Echo to let the button run to zero. Uh, Echo, unsurprisingly, does not like this idea. And Locke kind of insults Echo, right? Um, Mm -hmm. That he's, you know, you're living to press the button the same way I once did. Uh, Just stop it. And Echo, at that moment, then goes in to put in the numbers where it starts beeping. And Locke 
tries to stop him. He actually tries to whack the computer with Echo's own stick, but Echo manages... I, I like the way Echo does it. He, like, pushes John to the side, walks back over calmly, types in the numbers, and then just kicks him out of the thing. Like, yeah. And then tells him never to come back. Or at least, you know, do not return. And, you know, you're free all you want, Locke. I'll press the button. So enjoy your freedom. You have nothing to worry about. And that's kind of true to an extent. Why is Locke so obsessed with stopping the bike? It, it's almost a 180 in terms of Locke is still yeah. super obsessed, but now he's obsessed the other way. Yep. This whole episode, right? That's exactly what it is. And it kind of talks to Locke's character a lot, right? That he is... I, I think everyone would kind of say they're an obsessive person. I think most people would agree that they're an obsessive person, which I, I think would mean most people are not. I, I think people overrate how obsessive they are. Because I think people, because people, I think, just genuinely do get obsessed with things. I think it's part of being, yeah. or at least people feel that way. And it might just be the little things that people get obsessed to, but Locke does seem to be at least genuinely an obsessive person to this type of stuff with yeah, his faith sure. and whatnot. You know, that was so anti-faith that he's yeah. obsessed that this button has to stop being pressed um, yep. for whatever reason. Because you know, honestly, I could keep pressing the button if he wants to. It's not hurting you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. But I guess he wants to prove exactly. the point. And his pride's on the line here just to show, hey, yeah, this button is fake. Meanwhile, I, I guess I'll ask you here. Did you think the button was real at this point? Uh, No, not yet. Not yet? <laughs> sort of indicator how you feel about the button. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we um we get to the beach. Uh, hold on. Because... Yep. Did you catch that at one point Echo says to Locke, don't tell me what I can't do? Well, oh, do, not, wait. do not tell me what I can't do. I I did not key that into, but that that's a, is that a reference all the way back to um, Walkabout? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, people yeah. love that scene in Walkabout. That's like people, some call it like, one of like the like top lost scenes of all time. But I think that's also because people aren't as observant as you, Mr. Shell, such as myself, and noticed that he was uh, paralyzed. <laughs> That's also where you learn he's paralyzed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Don't tell me what I can't do. That was his mantra yeah. uh, off the island right before he took the trip to Australia. But it is, I mean, it seems to always know. be his mantra. I would agree. It seems to. Yeah, but this is by. not. This is not the first person to say it to Locke, though. Either I think Jack may have said it to Locke before. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Somebody else did. At any rate. Uh, it is also uh, another indicator that this might all be in Hurley's head. <laughs> the same phrase is being over and over again. Much like the same word by for, by different people. Yeah, yeah. I've heard him. I've heard multiple people say the word the. And seriously, me too. Yeah. Like all yeah. of them, except Rose. Rose has never said that word. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh you know who's never said that word? Jin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, wait, actually, there's the where's the was it Charlie's dream or Hurley's dream where he oh, speaks no. English? I wonder who's the. You could have, could have. Holy cow! That 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 oh. makes that scene like so meta. It's like a dream within a dream. Yeah, a dream within a dream. <laughs> ever have that before? You ever think you ever have a dream that you're waking up? I don't know. And you don't. Anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about dreams. What we no, should talk we about. Do that. What we talk about now though is we're at the beach. Uh, team bait, they're arming up. Hurley doesn't really want a gun, doesn't want to kill anyone. Kind of shows how he's bad for team bait. Yep. Uh, but you know, we're gonna head out. Kate brings up again, you know, all that fake stuff we saw in that one hatch in met, you know, uh, maternity leave. 
are they really what you say they are, Michael? And Michael is very confident they are what he says they are, that they are indeed hillbillies. Not rednecks, hillbillies. Not rednecks, hillbillies, exactly. Point distinction. For those of you that don't know the distinction, please watch the Ozark and also the Ozark podcast. It's an important distinction. If you want to know why it's important, you should watch Ozark. Uh, and the, with that being said, Team Bait rolls out. So mm-hmm. they're on their way. Uh, we get back to the whole, we see the boat's named the Elizabeth, right? So we, yep. it's the first time we see its name and we're going to learn a bit more on it. And uh, Elizabeth's coming back on the little raft boat it has with some belongings he had on the boat. And Said asks and Desmond allows him to use the boat for whatever he wants. Have at it, mate, right? As yep. far as Desmond sees, it's basically just a useless. <laughs> you know, you yep. can't, or let's, can't get him off the island. So, right. uh, Saeed then reveals that he does not know how to sail and if Desmond could help him. Uh, but to which Desmond basically says, tough luck, and gets back to drinking. <laughs> now, let me say this. Like, Saeed never reveals to Jack that he doesn't know how to sail. No, no, I, he just he's that, confident. That would have been a critical piece of information, I feel. It would have, but I guess he just really thought this was the right plan, so he didn't want Jack to go like go back against it because he's like, well, by the way, I can't sail. I mean, just to have you know, ask around beforehand. Is there someone who can go with you? No, well, well, he was hoping Desmond would, and it doesn't work out. We'll see how that goes from there. But we get a we get a flashback. Desmond flashback. He's getting himself some caffeine, but has no. Uh, USD, right? No uh, dollars. Mm-hmm. Spent the rest of it on a taxi, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he forgot he was out of money, but in any case, he was out of money. <laughs> I, I think he just wanted a free coffee, and good for him. <laughs> Someone gives him a free coffee, that being yep. Libby. And oh, not only that, oh. soon she's going to get him a free boat. I know. Uh, Desmond jokingly talks about, you know, hey, you got another $42,000. And that kind of how much? Them to have, Forty-two thousand. How many thousand? Two thousand. <laughs> uh, More numbers. The number. There you go. Uh, or a, a number, I guess. And actually, a, four four dollars for the coffee. Four is a number. You're too, right. Your four is yep. a number. Yeah. Four is a number. <laughs> and uh, we soon will hear that Desmond's been trading for eight months. So. Oh my God. Uh, oh. Did you, you know, that one? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I missed that one. But you know, I. So I got, uh, I've got, well, obviously, you know that I love The Leftovers. It's my favorite series. And when I was watching The Leftovers live, which is another Damon Lindelof production, by the way, folks, my favorite show, watch it, listen to the podcast. Anyway, uh, one of the other podcasts I listened to that covered The Leftovers called Bald Move Podcast. So they're, they're wonderful, great podcast to check out after you check out ours. Anyway. They always would say because they, they had some background with, with Lost before they watched The Leftovers. And every time something would come up in The Leftovers, they'd say, Oh, effing Lindelof. Oh, he's going to Lindelof us, isn't he? And, and now watching this, I feel like the numbers are a Lindeloffing. Like that's the, <laughs> the, 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 every time I see one of these numbers, I'm like, effing Lindelof. Oh, it's the Lindeloffing. But, yeah, Lindelof. I mean, yeah, seriously. That is what it is. They see, I, I, to be honest, this, the finale, I think they sneak in a lot of the numbers. And I'll, I missed a lot of them because I wasn't focused on them as much as I normally am. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully you caught more of them than I did. And it seems like you have because you've already named out more numbers than I have <laughs> uh, noticed. Uh, but in either case, 
Oh, back on it. Yeah. Uh, Desmond tells Libby about he's been training eight months for a boat race around the world that's being sponsored. That's an event sponsored by Charles Widmore. Swain uh, mm-hmm. tried to buy him off, uh, but he didn't bite. And now he can't connect with his daughter. So he needs money to buy a boat so he can win the race and at least put himself like on the map. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, a pretty odd thing to do, but okay. It is. It is. Uh, Libby reveals that she does have a boat from her late husband who passed just a month ago. Uh, she seems very emotional, understandably, maybe because she sees a bit of Desmond or a bit of her husband in Desmond and actually offers Desmond the boat, right? It's what David would have wanted. Mr. Sal. F and Lindelof. <laughs> What's wrong with David? David. David of all names. What's wrong with that name? Oh, uh, there's an episode title. Dave. Mm. Oh, Dave. Well, that's, that's a bit. That's a bit off. Well, I mean, what could that possibly oh be in that episode? Let's just say there's nothing of relevance to Libby in that episode. Well, um, this this is just this is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know, oh. It's not. It's not gaslighting. <laughs> it's Lindeloffing. This is him Lindeloffing us uh, into may, potentially buying into the fact that this is all in Hurley's head. We in Hurley's head. Maybe it is. So there's some stuff going on here. Maybe Libby was also seeing Dave. Actually, no, she wasn't. We saw her camera angle. Who knows? Who knows? But the names are really similar. And the Dave episode is very connected with Libby. So mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, in, but... in fact, so connected that she was the TV time favorite in that episode. Not yeah, right. really. Her one favorite. So episode. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to this. Oh. I but I don't think there's much else to say on it. Uh, no, no, no. Where, well, she gives the boat to Desmond, and we learn that it's named the Elizabeth after herself, and Desmond will win the race for love, which I think is Mr. Sal's favorite part of the scene. Mm. Um, so that explains the name of it. Very elegant. And all the, and all the little well, connections you... on the island, right? So Desmond mm-hmm. knew Libby. Imagine if he came just a day before. I was going to say, she missed the vote by a day. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine, just imagine that connection, right? How sweet that would have been. Mm. Alas. And will the two ever, well, will Hurley ever bring up Libby to Desmond? Who knows? Uh, well, he'll call her Libby and Desmond won't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And even if that's the case, the person named Elizabeth is not even, I mean, they're not to really connect in order to know about that. In either case, mm-hmm. we get back to the beach. There's Saeed and, um, Son and Jin and uh, Son and Jin talk alone for a bit, and uh, Son's kind of translating what uh, to Jin what Saeed wants him to do, right? But Jin doesn't want to do it because he does not want to leave Son. And Mr. Salad predicted the same thing. You know, Son will not go out whatsoever because she's pregnant. But mm-hmm. Son goes, "You are going to go with Saeed because I will come with you as well." And I. I have to say, the way this scene ends, Mr. Sal, is mm-hmm. do you remember how the scene ends? Uh, I, I no. don't. It's not actually all that important. But the way it ends, it's like so. Son proposition. So Jin's like, I won't go, never, right? I will stay here with you. I won't leave you again. And so I was like, No, 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 no. You will go with Saeed because I will come with you. And then it cuts to Jin's face, and he looks like I know supposed to be shocked, but it looks like a face of disgust. Like, like, uh, <laughs> you're coming with me? No, like I don't know. It's something, something really funny about his face that I thought was hysterical. Yeah, like, I, I didn't I, notice that. Uh, this is funny. In either case, uh, we get back to Team Bait. Very important because uh, they're Team Bait, and they're walking mm-hmm. in the jungle, being as baity as ever. And in fact, they almost fall for a different type of bait, uh, the net trap. 
Sawyer. She's like a little baby on the ground, goes to grab it. But yeah. Kate manages to inform him in time about the net traps. He even tells her about how her and Jack got caught in a net. And Sawyer <laughs> realizes the misunderstanding. So it would definitely appear as though Sawyer was indeed stabbing jabs at Jack. Mm-hmm. So for sure, there we have that. Uh, I'm shocked. And here, back and being in Hurley's head, a big bird swoops by, which I know you're scared of birds, Mr. Sal. And I'm sure this big bird yes, will terrifying. scare you. Uh, and yes, Hurley feels that it was mm-hmm. saying his name. I listened to it twice. I did not hear it say Hurley. Mm, but Hurley heard it. Sawyer doesn't yep. seem to have heard it either, but Hurley has heard it. And yep. are we living in a Hurley world? Who knows? What's more important from the scene for the time being, though, is Michael tries to shoot the bird, but has no bullets, nothing to avail. And he's kind of obviously upset about this. And Jack kind of chalks it up to, oh, I must have forgotten to load that gun. My bad. And <laughs> loads it for him. So uh, did you think Michael was on to Jack at this point? Or Yeah, I definitely did. And okay. I also thought he's the only one out of five of them, four, four of them, five of them, who uh, sh- tried to shoot this bird. I, mean, I definitely would have tried to shoot the bird. But I, I, <laughs> maybe I you and Michael are a lot alike. You have uh, I, children. I, I maybe. That. Maybe you I'm a would Michael have Liker. I Michael Licker? Liker. Gee, mm, sorry. It's the same Mr. Sal. All right. I think I said this multiple times. When it's between two yes. options, you know, you can mm-hmm. sometimes confuse one with the other. And yep. I I'm sorry. I'm really not trying to do it on purpose or anything. It's just happening. Maybe you and Michael are you like Michael because of your similarities. I think you would do the same actions as him, right? You shoot the bird. Probably. Um, you'd betray everyone you know for your son to a group Probably. of people. Probably. Yeah, I'm glad you admitted it. That was the last you wanted. So uh, we have that. Uh, we get back to uh, Charlie walking in the jungle, who finds a sobbing lock, straight up sobbing. Yeah. Why? Why do you think he was crying, Mister? Well, he tried to convince Locke to stop, or not Locke. He tried to convince Echo to stop pushing the button, and he couldn't. And he knows he can't possibly stop Echo. And I think Locke is still a slave to the button. Obviously, it's just in a different way. He needs this. I mean, he's been a slave to the button ever since he first heard about it. And he needs this to get some kind of closure on the button. He needs it to not be real or to confirm that it is real. And Mm -hmm. then he can, then then the obsession, uh, the slavery is a lot more palatable because you know that it is real. And I think also part of it is he feels the button has wronged him. It stripped him away of things. The eye, like just this faith he's had. He, he later he'll mm-hmm. talk about Boone, right? And like, he, oh yeah, he kind of mm-hmm. died for these needless causes, and mm-hmm. he probably feels like guilt on the stuff he's done, and yep. that this button needs to stop being pressed as kind of revenge, or you know, to to, to stop the straight from going on. But yeah, right. sounds about right. Uh, but Locke, he pulls himself together and. There's no way Charlie saw him crying. I have to say, he was crying pretty mm-hmm. loudly. I'm pretty sure Charlie's pretty oh, yeah. sure he saw him crying, but he composes oh, sure. himself. Uh, and Charlie obviously knows. He uh, he lets Locke know that Desmond could probably give him some drinks if he needs some. Oh, and by the way, Desmond returned. <laughs> if you didn't yep. know, he did return. <laughs> so there you go. So Locke's going to go off and do that. Meanwhile, back at the beach, uh, Saeed and his son, uh, Saeed specifies he just wants Jin, but Sun says, well, I'm here to translate, and it takes two to fail. Uh, 
side kind of disagrees with, you know, well, Desmond sailed by himself, but look how far that got him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it probably does not take two to see. <laughs> I will say that. I don't think it takes two. Well, but, I mean, it, Desmond was on an around the world trip, so it clearly does not take two. Yeah, it does not so. take two to sail, but Sun says it takes two to sail. So, I mean, Sun, Sun, Sun's coming along. That's the end of the story. Right. We get Claire, another thing. Claire's uh, taking care of Aaron. Uh, so it's uh, giving him a shot, but Desmond kind of chimes in that that shot is a waste of time. He's got it for three years of it, right? Which just kind of mm-hmm. puts into perspective how long he was on the island for. Three years he got that yeah. shot, and Oof. they kind of get on the topic of um the father of the child, right? And this kind of spurs a flashback from Desmond. Yeah, uh, it's Desmond getting ready to run at the stadium. Uh, we see Jack pull up where we saw the meeting for his flashback uh, yep. before he did the, well, he was doing the surgery on Sarah, right? the, the miracle he performed. So Jack's going there to run. He's stressed out and he's also getting ready to run. Uh, but one Petty Widmore pulls up and she talks to Desmond. Uh, she found him via being very rich and his landlord. So <laughs> Via lot- rich. <laughs> found, found via wealth yeah oh, so she says so herself and she even says the tidbit of you can find anyone with lots of money and we'll put it we'll put a we'll put a we'll put a bulletin in that for later in the episode uh yeah a big one <laughs> <laughs> Good, uh, what a statement to say um and penny asks desmond and it's also another bulletin to put it in the episode as well penny also asks him if he's read his beloved book yet that being um through the our, our our mutual friend our mutual our mutual friends uh i thought it was our our unwritten friends so i go our mutual friends uh yep. by charles dickens and he hasn't yep. yet he hasn't stooped that low quite yet and penny cuts right to the chase why haven't you written me yet and but by, uh, by the way I, I i because i know i'm gonna forget about this when we get to that point penny asks him this because she put that note in there Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 So she wants to discover to find out if he's read the note. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, why haven't you written to me, Desmond? Why? Why all that time? And she starts to tear, and Desmond simply asks her when she's getting married, and you know, there's not a date set yet, so he doesn't really answer the question to why he hasn't written her. In typical lost fashion. Why? a lack of communication causes the problem so why do you think he hasn't told her because he wants to win this race and i don't know win her back that way i'd have no idea i i can only presume that maybe penny has admiration for her father yeah it could be a Jin son type thing yeah for the same reason Jin Jin doesn't tell son about her father desmond's not telling penny about her father so or maybe she wouldn't believe him. So if he if he did that, uh, it would just get her mad that he's, you know, he doesn't have evidence of it, really. Sure, so he does. He's got the letters. Does he? Did he get to keep the letters? I thought so. I thought that you're right. He was yeah, you're given right. two boxes. You're right. Yeah. Although that doesn't make sense. Why would he give him the letters? He could just mail them now. I yeah. I, I think I think he just gave. I think he was just showing them the boxes. I thought he just showed it. I didn't know if he gave. I I just kind of presumed, like. Maybe he'd even like he didn't take the deals. So why would he get the boxes? Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah. 
<laughs> so there you go. Okay. <laughs> you didn't think it was like pick a box, Desmond. The letters or the money? <laughs> huh. Which would you pick? Well, that's a that's an impossible question for me to answer because I don't have that relationship with Penny. Ah, oh, that's good you know, money though, the, right? The, I mean, like the letters have uh, already been written. <laughs> but you could prove to Penny that you could. I mean, he could have used her right married, now. Right, it's over. Yeah. The money though, it'll do me good. No, but in, in all seriousness, yeah, I don't think he got the letters back. You right. think he didn't accept the deal, so. I doubt he even right. did. So you just, I don't think he's any evidence to really show for it. So I mean, that's a hard accusation to make, and then yeah, you got nothing to back it up with. So just his work okay. against his. Yeah, and, yeah. So Penny wants him to return, right? Come back now, uh, but he says he'll come back once he wins this race. So I guess he wants to kind of win over her father more importantly, so that way he'll be accepted. Right. Uh, and maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. And Penny asks, you know, what is he running from? And he says, well, he's running to get his honor back. So, and so this honor back statement also makes me wonder too, he got dishonorably discharged from the yeah. Scots Guard. We don't know why. Nope. But he got dishonorably I mean, discharged. We have a vague idea from Calvin, but. Yeah, we do have, we, have, we do have a, not going to take orders. Yeah. But I think exact. And I wonder, does that have a relation to Charles Widmore? maybe like maybe they were in an okay relationship and then once he got locked up he stopped the letters from being sent and then it was from there but that was a lot of letters so was that just while he was in the scots yeah there's definitely questions to be asked so yes you know what was that the cause for it possibly um oh do you have anything else in that flashback no i'm good okay well we, we get the night and desmond unsurprisingly is still drinking i don't know how long he's been drinking for but like there's gotta be a part where you just get so immune to it right if you just keep drinking like <laughs> like it's gonna just take you more and more to feel the feelings of intoxication but anyway I, it, drunk desmond is perpetually keeping his own existence around by keeping himself drunk because uh, he doesn't want sober desmond coming back and making proper decisions but Locke comes <laughs> okay. in and asks him Hey, you know, what did one snowman say to another snowman? Now, Mr. Sal, do you remember this statement? I, I do, yeah. You do. And this was a question that I think you even asked at the beginning of the um, yeah. the series of, will we ever get the answer, Kurt? I think you asked me that. If we ever yeah, I, get the answer. yeah, I did. I, and I think I said that I had heard the joke before. I just forgot the punchline. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I, I did remember we do get it eventually. And that we do. We actually get it multiple times this episode. But we get the punchline. Smells like carrots. It's a good one. It's a good one. It is a good one. I do. I do enjoy that. So, there you go. There's that question mark. You can cross that question off the big list. We've got, we've got oh, that all solved. Phew. Thank God. Sleepless nights. No more. Uh, Desmond's surprised that Locke managed to fix the PC. Uh, you know, he was in the salon for three years. He reminds us about, and Locke breaks the news to Desmond that the swan was pointless. Right. Tells him mm-hmm. about the pearl. There's a monitor monitoring station, and Desmond does not believe him. Fair enough. So, uh, Locke hands him the orientation uh, tape or VHS of the pearl. Uh, Desmond, to which replies, "Well, why don't you stop hitting the button if you know it's fake?" 
and locks is that he does want to stop, but Echo keeps pressing him. So starting tomorrow, you're gonna sober up, and we're gonna we're gonna fix this issue, okay? This kind of non-issue, but yet kind of pride-based issue, because you've spent three years pressing that button. I've only spent a few months, but obsessively pressing the button. So we've got to, you know, we've got to kind of bury this button behind us. So you know, make us know what's what. So. Team Desmond and Locke, they're teaming up. Mr. How do you feel about that? Well, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best best duo I've ever seen. It's, it's, it's one of them. I mean, I was very excited about Locke with Echo, but I'm equally excited, if not more, for Locke with Desmond. Well, we'll see how that goes. But for the time being, it's, it is still night, and we see that Team Bait is camping out for the night. Uh, Michael's off getting some firewood alone. They get spooked by Jack coming to check on him. And Michael simply thanks him for coming out here to help his boy. And Jack here invokes the title of the episode. Well, you know, that we live together dialogue. Which I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but he said it very nonchalantly. He said it very quickly nonchalantly that I was okay with it. Like if he, if he, if he like enunciated it more, I would have been annoyed. But the way he said it was so unimportant, like such a, such a slide off comment. I'm okay with that. Well, it's still still a bad title. I just just wish I knew what it meant. Live together, die alone. Like, uh, I don't know. What does it mean? I, I I think there might be an a a saying that goes "live alone, die alone," but "live together, die alone" I've never heard of, and I don't know what it even means. That's a very good point. I actually don't know what it means either. I was hoping you would figure something out. I have yeah. no idea what the title means. Yeah. Lost never known. And I, anyway. I mean, I have even less of an idea why Jack says says the line to him here. Well, like we stick together. Well, he's thanking him for helping him out. He tried going alone before. Like, you know, I, we stick together. We'll live together. You go alone, die alone. Yeah, so. but you, need, I, you need that second clause in the sentence. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. He forgot his, I mean, brain was, his brain was thinking too quick. He says, like, live together, die alone. But, live together, die together, live alone, die alone. Like, that that would make sense to me. But um, yeah. Maybe anyway, something like his dad used to say. Anyway. Uh, it's tonight. Wait. Sorry, no. It's team, we're, we're on Team Sailors. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going. Sun's starting to wrench. And it's not from seasickness. She, keep in mind, still pregnant, as I know you're well yep. aware. And... This is where we see the massive foot statue, uh, but it only has four toes, which is more concerning to you, Michelle, that there's this massive foot statue on the island or that it only has four toes? <laughs> uh, probably the massive statue. Just the foot Because part it, it. It, it, clears, it clearly looks like it's part of an of a even more enormous statue. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think... It doesn't look like it, a, a statue of a foot was built. It looks like a statue... That included this foot was built with only four toes right let's not let's not forget about that important part four toes mr sal a number four, a number yes a number but by a number I, don't, I mean yes it is a number but i also mean one of the, the numbers numbers yes yes and not go. like the standard numbers but like the the number yes you know right like the number i do and you know what if the other foot were there that would be guess how many Eight, Eight toes. toes. And you know what? Another if there number. Were, if, and if there were three other feet besides this foot, so four feet total, that'd be 16. But if we got rid of that's the toes, it'd be 15. Oh, my goodness. 
not numbers. But anyway, we've gone about this all day. Actually, we couldn't because <laughs> we'd run out of numbers eventually. But <laughs> we have the button, the swan echoes there, but then the power goes out. Uh, yep. So this prompts Echo to get up and he leaves the room to check on the power. Uh, when, when he goes to investigate, he does see that it, it looks like a fuse is broken. At the, yep. So someone someone turned off the power. Now, while he's going to see that the fuse has gone out, he also hears the timer, right? The speaker yep. counting down, you know, for a lockdown to initiate. And yep. uh, as he goes, you know, as he, he tries to get back to the button room in time, but he can't. Lockdown begins, and Locke is in the button room with Desmond, who has initiated a lockdown. Desmond knows how to initiate a lockdown. Good for Desmond, man. Very interesting that he knows how to do that. Echo <laughs> starts pleading immediately uh, to be let in, but they're going to let this button go to zero. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, I guess I guess we'll, we'll hop on to this flashback. It's a pretty cool flashback. <laughs> the, the big reveal of, well, Desmond's on the Elizabeth. It's storming. Uh, he goes under to grab his wonderful book. Um, see, that's killing me because I keep thinking the word unwritten now. It's a f- unwritten. unwritten friend. What, what's the title of the book? Uh, mutual. Mutual friend. Oh, Our mutual yeah. friend. Okay, yeah. I'm going to write mutual down because this is killing me over and over. Okay. <laughs> so he saves his book, uh, goes back on top deck, and eventually gets knocked out cold. He washes mm-hmm. up on shore, and we get kind of glances and images of him getting saved by this mask. I shouldn't say mask, but hazmated man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and he's, you know, he gets rescued and eventually he awakes to see him, Kelvin Inman. We've heard about Kelvin before. But we finally get to meet Kelvin, a.k.a. Clancy Brown, Oof. a.k.a. the guy that used Saeed. He can speak Arabic. That can speak Arabic. True. There you go. So, Mr. Sal. Thoughts on this reveal in total, and any? Do you have oh, any idea? It, it, I was so excited. I, I was. Do you I care at no... all that they've just somehow shorn this guy from from Saeed's storyline to here somehow? I mean, I guess it's not a only bit much of a shorn. It's a bit, but I won't even say it's that yeah. much. He goes from working with the military to working with Dharma in some capacity. Right. And they do explain it later, and that's. I don't have any problem with it. I I, I wasn't going to get hung up on that. I was okay. just excited to see him again. I I, I thought. He was such an interesting character in uh, one of them, the, the Saeed episode, that it was just thrilling to see him here. Yes. And, and shocking. It never, never crossed my mind that this would be him. Did you think that was the end we'd see of Clancy Brown in Lost? Yeah, I thought that was it. Glad, I'm glad. I thought I thought if we saw him again, it would be, be in a similar capacity. Yeah, yeah, being in the military. Yeah. Right. Being, being in the military in some capacity. But here he is saving Desmond and Calvin. So I'll call him Calvin now. <laughs> as yep. his real name is not knowing Clancy Brown. Calvin tries to figure out uh, if Desmond is him in the same way Desmond tried to figure out if Locke was him. So yep. what did one snowman say to the other? Desmond cannot answer and Calvin is simply upset that it is not him. Yeah. Uh, they talk a bit. Calvin didn't find Desmond's boat. Uh, and oh, it's beeping. <laughs> BS. <Let> me... <laughs> Excuse me. He BS. didn't find the boat. He just couldn't okay. find the boat. And oh, would you hear that? It's beeping. Time to go save the world. Uh, yeah. And Desmond is confused by this. This whole button stuff. 
You know what would help with that confusion? And what would it, what would help us with that? Maybe an orientation video. And there you go. We cut to that. Desmond's finished up watching the orientation video. Turns out he's seen it multiple times. Uh, he asks uh, Calvin why the film is missing parts, and Calvin reveals. And we hear him quite a bit throughout the episode in terms of Calvin bringing him up. Brzezinski. <laughs> that name for your oh, His old okay. partner, Calvin's old partner, Brzezinski, edited the orientation. Yeah. Uh, so we do know who did it, but we don't know why he did it. So, boy, I, I'm going to be super excited when we get to meet him someday. <laughs> I hope one day we're going to meet Rosinski. So, uh, I guess note the name down, Mr. Sal, for your for your yeah. swan lore, Rosinski. Yeah. Yep. Um, we got Desmond, Kelvin, Rosinski now. So, Kelvin goes to where uh, uh, he wears hazmat. To not get infected by the outside, and he also informs Desmond of the vaccine protocol. Right, he took this vaccine same way, obviously, every nine days, so on and so forth. And that's the end of the flashback. Mm-hmm. But what a cool way to seeing Desmond getting introduced uh, to the Swan, and how much nicer Calvin is about it. Desmond is a much more paranoid person than uh, Calvin, but oh, rightfully so, though. Yeah. Oh, oh understand. I mean, given what he's going to go through with Calvin in the next episode. Desmond has every right to be this that, yeah. that paranoid. Yeah. So we uh, we get to Desmond and Locke. They're in the button room here at the Swan Echo, bashing the door as always. And uh, Desmond is kind of feeling some regret on this, right? He learns that Echo's a priest. He's like, oh, well, we're doing this to a priest. And it's just, you know, Echo seems real desperate. So Echo realizes he can't just keep beating on the hatch. So he climbs out. That's pretty wise. He climbs out of the hatch. <laughs> yeah, he climbs out of the hatch. Uh, takes a moment to read the word quarantine on the hatch, which we haven't seen that in a while, Mr. Sal, but to say quarantine on the hatch. Yeah, so uh, when it, when they showed this, I wasn't sure if they were trying to make a point of showing us that Echo knows it's a quarantine room or if they're trying to show us that Echo knows they blew off the door. And then uh, that question's answered pretty quickly. Yeah, and it's because, yeah, he's like, oh, wow, this door got blown off. I also have to ask you, though, Mr. Sal, do you believe the sickness is real? Or I have this no vaccine... evidence of that. I guess, I this, does this vaccine do anything? Do you think it does anything? Uh, again, I have no evidence of that. I haven't seen anybody get sick. Okay. And I haven't. I, although, I mean, the, the, the closest thing to evidence that we have is Danielle's testimony and danielle is hardly a reliable source <laughs> no, i don't think danielle would like to hear that but, i mean tell me i'm wrong <laughs> uh but uh echo climbs out of the hatch receives looks at the hatch and runs off to charlie mm-hmm. uh he's at the beach and he asks charlie how they blew up the hatch to begin with and if he could help him do so you know get that dynamite they used to use it because if they don't everyone on the island will die in 90 minutes so we this is kind of the first i don't know if they showed the timer before but now we get like a like a time here that okay 90 minutes well, left they showed it stopped at 101 or not stopped okay, at 101 just but they at, showed it at 101. 101 okay so i was yeah, what when it, desmond triggered the, triggered the lockdown okay there you go so that means okay so it's only been 11 minutes since the lockdown has been triggered so that, i guess that yeah. gives some reference to how far the hatch is from the island Yes, from the beach. It does, yeah. Possibly, but it's less than eleven minutes. Now he probably ran, but he also didn't run instantly after the lockdown was triggered. Right. So, right, probably within a mile, less than. But 
we go to uh, team bait. Uh, Sawyer's wondering, you know, he's, he's expositioning aloud, wondering, hmm, are the others from Dharma? Yep. And Mr. Sal, you think they, they are? I do. I okay. still do, in fact. Okay. Okay. And Sawyer wonders I mean, if they are too. So, so I'm like, obviously not Alex. Alex is not from Dharma. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the, the, the older. The organizational unit of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Dharma has influence over the others, right? They right. they they puppeteer it at the very least. Not that everyone right. is per se part of Dharma, but they they puppeteer it. Yeah, I see what you're yes. saying there. Um, or maybe they're aliens. They could just be aliens. Mister Cell could explain why. I want to see their feet. Or, well, we see their feet all the time. We've never noticed four toes. Yeah, Mister Cell, how would you feel if you went back and there was only four toes? Oh my God, I'd be pretty excited. You're cool with the aliens. Well, we get you know. Kate informs Sawyer that they're being followed and to act normal, which, by, by the way, same thing when Saeed did this to Jack last episode of, hey, I think uh, Michael's been compromised. Also, act normal. Like, why don't you say yes. act normal first and then say yes. that you're being followed? Yes. Right? I feel like this is the bad order. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm about to say something. Act normal. We're being followed. But anyway. Absolutely. Besides the terrible ordering of it, um, normally act until they spring the trap and boom. Kate and Sawyer start shooting at the others, the two others across them, uh, across from them over the river. Uh, yep. Sawyer manages to nab one, right? Shoots him. But the other mm-hmm. one runs off. Uh, Kate and Sawyer want to catch the other guy so he doesn't warn the others. Understandable. I yep. think, do you agree with that? From well, yeah, they don't have all the information. Yeah. 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 From their perspective, right? We don't want him to uh, alert the others. But Jack warns them not to bother. Uh, he starts getting in a, you know, they're, kind of arguing with him they get kind of confused and jack starts getting real mad and in a fit of rage well he does so reveals that michael is compromised right he kind of throws michael to a tree and forces Mm -hmm. him to spill the beans and michael does just that right he reveals that Mm -hmm. he's given a list of their names to bring to them in order to get walt back uh but he still stands by what he said that they are just hillbillies based on what he's seen uh jack does disarm him Kate, everyone in general is furious, but Kate is furious that he let Henry go. And Henry, not Henry, Hurley brings up, uh, you know, so did you kill Anne Lucia and Libby? And Michael does. And he has seemed very guilt-ridden from it, but he does confess to his crimes that he did indeed kill uh, Anne Lucia and Libby. Yep. Uh, But he admits that Libby was a mistake. He didn't have time to think. He just shot. But Hurley still thinks that Michael would have killed her even if he had time to think. And this is really sad to watch, right? Hurley, yeah, he's still heartbroken. It's only been like a day. He's yeah. mourning. Yeah, seriously. Um, Michael tries to apologize over and over, right? But it's all for us. It's, it's his son, right? You guys have to understand. My son. They took my son. <laughs> uh, Hurley tries, you know, hey, well, let's go back, right? Um. Yep. Why, why are we going to this? This is a trap. And Jack won't let them go back. They will kill all of us if they don't think that we trust Michael. And I want yeah. you guys to trust me that I have a plan. What plan <laughs> is that exactly? You'll have to figure out. Because <laughs> yeah, next scene exactly. we have uh, it's Team Sailors. Uh, Saeed's praying. And Jin spots something in the distance. Shows it to Saeed. And it's the rock that Michael had described. Uh, where the village would be. 
Yep. And the big the big one with the hole in it. The big rock with the hole in it. Kind of like headstone a bit. And that is the end of part one, Mr. Sal. <sighs> How did you feel about that, part one? I loved it. It's great. I loved it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Hope you like part two more. Well, I didn't know we were going to have to differentiate our ratings. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I probably like. Oh no, 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 no! You don't. You don't. You don't have to differentiate rating. I was just saying. Okay, good. <laughs> but, but part two is better. I mean, it's the more payoff. Probably. One. But, but, yeah. but the big, the the big shocks of Libby and Calvin. And yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's still more. I'm not saying part one's bad. Any stretch, but part two's just better. Um, we get Echo and Charlie. Uh. Charlie's taking Echo to where the rest of the dynamite lies and warns him not to repeat. Don't repeat. Don't pull an Arnst. Okay, or Arnst, right? Don't pull that Echo. Watch out. Yep. Uh, I bet he wasn't very careful, but they get to the swan. He's brought the dynamite and Charlie's starting to... (laughs) So we've got two people hell obsessed with this button, right? We've got Locke on one end. Don't push the button. I'll do whatever it takes to make sure this button is not pushed. We've got Echo on the exact opposite end. He'll do whatever it takes to make sure the button is pushed. Yep. So even going so far as to blow himself up. Well, not not quite yet. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. about. Um, he brings the dynamite here. He's getting ready, and Charlie's, you know, he's kind of like the rat. He's like the viewers. Like, hey, you know, we might hurt someone, maybe even ourselves, you know. But Echo, he doesn't flinch. He's going. He's going as fast as he can to get this dynamite going. And Charlie tries to reason with Locke in there. Um, you know, maybe you guys should just open the door. But Desmond does not think, you know, he tells him, nah, Dynamite won't get through this door. It would take an atomic bomb to get through this door. We are safe as can be in here. Yeah. So, so, so why is Echo bringing in Dynamite? Like I was hoping. Listen, what other choice does he have? Well, not Dynamite. Well, the choice. Uh, the, uh, the only choice he has, the, uh, the only one that I can see is to try to negotiate with Locke. And... <laughs> Make him to change his make him change his mind. That's fair. We get um well we, we get the again another flashback. And it's Desmond playing with the wires and inducing a lockdown. So we do see him doing it here. Mm-hmm. Uh he purposely calls a lockdown and then he gets his way into the main room where um Kelvin is painting a map with detergent on the door a bit. Uh mm-hmm. he's he's going at it. But he talks about how yeah. Rosinski started this map with this photographic memory. It was Rosinski's idea for this map. Again, not sure why this can't be done on paper, but that's fine. And it's also Rosinski who learned how to induce a lockdown. Yes. So Desmond himself wants to then know, you know what? You keep talking about Rosinski. I've talked about Rosinski. Who, what happened to Rosinski? Why isn't Rosinski here? I just see you. Are you Rosinski? Uh, <laughs> but that is not the case. Because Kelvin does reveal that Brownstein up there, that's Rosinski. Well, at least a bit of Rosinski. Rosinski shot himself. Uh, he committed suicide. Yeah. And yeah. the worst part about it, Kelvin only had 108 minutes to bury him. Oof. Which, by the way, he had totally longer to bury him. Because you can bury, go back, bury, go back, bury, go back. Um, I guess he wants to get it done in all one false swoop. I guess, yeah, bury, put him there, go back. So, uh, Desmond then talks about, you know, he wants to go out there next time there's a reason to go out, right? He's been here for two years, Mr. Sal. Two That's years crazy. And he wants to go out, right? He, he, I don't he blame him. Do this, this is but, this, it's a long time to be in this, you know. But Mr. Sal, but Calvin cites that Desmond got kicked out of the army for a reason, right? 
And meanwhile, and Desmond goes, well, didn't you also get kicked out? But Cal got kicked out because he got in trouble because people followed his order. Yeah, the exact opposite, <laughs> and, right? Yeah, yeah, exact opposite. And they're very, like, foreboding ways, like, because the people followed my orders. <laughs> like a right. slight pause there. I wonder what happened, but there you do, go. I mean, do but, you think it's a reference to Saeed or no? Maybe. The toy train made Saeed do. I mean, I I would guess it's just a reference to the fact that if he was willing to do that to Saeed, he probably did other very unethical things in general. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, for sure. But Saeed's, Saeed's a subject to something. He listened to the orders he told him to do. So that is picture perfect. And I, and I well, probably an example of something that got him fired. Um, but now he joined Dharma. Here he is. And Calvin will not let Desmond leave. That's an order, Desmond. You stay here. You stay put. Uh, mm-hmm. We get back to the swan. Charlie's trying to reason with Locke. You know, maybe the... And then he, he sees that isn't working, so he tries to reason with Echo. Maybe the button is fake, Echo. Um, why go... You know, let's not risk anything. Let's just... Let it hit zero, and we'll all be happy. Because it, you know, it could be fake. To which Echo angrily... And this is very scary as well. Echo just angrily goes at Charlie, rips off, you know, gets his belt off him real quick, and then throws it. And it's pretty, pretty like badass thing he does where he just chucks the belt, and yeah, I mean, sell. The belt sticks right to the wall, yep. right to the this electromagnet you talk about. So I'll ask you again: Do you did you at this point think the button was real or fake? Uh, fake. Still fake. Fair enough. Uh, Charlie at this point bows and takes his leave, goes back to get his belt. He's like, "Well, looks like I'll just be on my way then." <laughs> That's the <laughs> case. Uh, Echo gives Locke one more chance to open the door, right? Kind of like the big bad wolf. And he'll huff yeah. and he'll puff and he'll blow it right down. And he <laughs> decides to blow the joint, lights the fuse, goes to hide, and they get almost wrecked out of their mind from mm-hmm. the explosion. Charlie, we don't really see how it goes for Echo that as much, but Charlie gets almost incinerated, incinerated. And that's the intro. So intro is a bit later for this one, but eh, it's a two-part or whatever. So <laughs> we really saved it for a bit there. Yep. Uh, we get another flashback. Desmond's being awoken by the alarm. Uh, enters the button, and he's a bit confused to where Kelvin could be. But here's a, a mumbling, drunk Kelvin underneath a secret hatch that was under one of the computer components. So down he goes, yeah. and he finds that Kelvin is very intoxicated and is also holding a key over system termination. Right? He's debating mm-hmm. terminating the system. Just a turn of the key. Makes it all, as Kelvin says, go boom. So, obviously, I guess there's only Kelvin can know for confidence that's the case, but as far as Kelvin knows, uh, and at least he was told, it appears, that you turn this key, this all goes boom, and this ends everything here. So Desmond starts asking some questions. You know, what was this original incident that the orientation spoke on? And Calvin's really the first person to explain to us what exactly is going on here. We've had hints and clues, but he's saying, you know, we're standing on an electromagnetic location, you know, unique to the spot. The incident was mm-hmm. a leak. So now we press the button every 108 minutes to uh, discharge uh, the magnet before it gets too big of a discharge and does some real damage. Desmond starts to wonder and ask questions, you know, why do we press the button when there's this fail safe? You know, why do we even have to press the button at all? And Calvin kind of just stops his questioning by going, well, do you have the courage to turn the key on the failsafe? 
if not, I mean, stop asking questions. Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> like it doesn't. Just kind of basically stop just questioning there, which is fair enough. You know, you think you think it's all fake? Just stop pressing the button. They'll just leave. We'll just we'll just go. Yeah. I, oh, we'll yeah. just go. But you know, what's the point then? If I mean, I'm 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 a little surprised that this key was never turned before. But fair enough. We also don't know from, how from the flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I mean, obviously, Locke and Echo don't know about the key, but yeah, Locke and Echo don't know about the key. Desmond knows about the yeah. key. Yes, and I'm a little surprised Desmond hasn't said anything to Locke about the key. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably anyway. probably debates on whether the key's even real or not, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Foolish. Let me just not press the button. So, uh, we um uh we get back to the present time, the button room, and Desmond can tell mm-hmm. if they've blown themselves up, right? The door is fine, but. Desmond, nonetheless, would like to open the door to check on them. So I, I do like this yep. dynamic they've done, where they have the two extreme people, Echo, Locke, and then with them are two people that agree with them, but they're not as they're not as extreme, right? Like if it was just Charlie yep. and Desmond, this would have ended with the door opening and them at least talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But with Locke and Echo, it ends with a very big explosion in the hallway, possibly killing and crippling the people out there. And yeah. Locke not wanting to bother to check on them. Uh, and let's not forget, like that explosion probably ruined a bunch of stuff. So shame oh, on you, Echo. So it probably ruined a bunch of stuff, but it also, if 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 they can't get to the blast doors, it didn't ruin. It only ruined stuff in that quadrant. Mm-hmm. So, like the kitchen okay. is all fine and everything is else is fine. Right. It just ruined stuff in the quadrant. But yeah, that's what you're yeah, saying. I guess I, I guess I don't really not understand the layout of the hatch. Because I thought that the dome, wherever well, wherever he put the explosives, wherever Echo put the explosives, was right next to the kitchen. But I guess not. No, because remember they were locked in the kitchen during lockdown. That's where the yeah, but, sign is. But, the, but but it was separate from the dome. Yeah, yeah, locked. yeah. Well, I'm saying just the kitchen doesn't go to that hallway. Because that hallway, you can climb right out through the hatch. Oh, right? the kitchen would have been locked down anyway, right? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because the, the, yeah, the whole yeah, place yeah. is locked okay. down. Yeah, right? yeah. So, okay. like, it's only that small quadrant got blown up because yeah. of the lockdown doors. But, yeah, you're right. Gotcha. That that part's probably wrecked, which we'll see how much that matters in Season 3. But, yeah, definitely for the time being, way to go, mm-hmm. Echo. But uh, Locke thinks it's a trick. And plus, there's only 33 minutes left. Let's just wait out this button. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. And Desmond really starts to double-guess this, right? And he wonders if Locke is just trying to get a near-death experience to see if this is what he really needs. Like, you just waiting to see if you really want to hit this button or not. It's just, just the kick you want. And Locke right. starts to lament about the past with, that this button has caused. Uh, you know, he's had near-death um, experiences and how people have died, right? He talks about a kid that died for nothing really at all just because of my beliefs, that person being yeah. Boone. And the day that person died, I was so sad. I came here to the hatch, right, weeping, crying, and a light came on in here, and I thought it was a sign. Uh, at this point, Desmond looks very shocked, right? We don't know yep. why, but he looks shocked. And Locke just says that, you know, it probably wasn't a sign. It was probably just you going to the bathroom or something. No. <laughs> it's just, it's just, That's a, it's just a ridiculous statement. Things. Like, he knows where the bathroom lights are and that that light wouldn't probably leak out into the hatch probably not but uh, what he's trying to say is this yeah you get this in the middle of what he's trying to say though it's just it probably yeah. wasn't a sign it was just you okay yes, you and yes. 
It's not like the island was giving me a sign. Um, yep. Which we'll we'll hear back on this. I guess a small pin in that, but pretty obvious pin in that. Uh, we'll get to Team Sailor. Uh, Saeed mm-hmm. is now on land scouting. You know, he has a rifle. Also, has two pistols in his back. Did you notice that? He has a rifle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's armed to the teeth. Right? Maybe he has some pistols yeah. in his boot. Who knows? And he's looking around the village, and he notices that it's empty. Yeah. But the village is completely empty. And then he sees the hatch that Michael spoke about, and he goes to open it. Mr. Sal, not only is the hatch unguarded, but it just leads to a rock wall. Yep. What's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. These people are masters of moving on. (laughs) Moving on. They they are like nomad land. They're... They're building up houses and they're just leaving them behind. These great, te- these these great shacks, right? The, the survivors might yeah. take the spot over. Right? He goes live here. Seriously, I mean, them so much on the other side. I, mean, I don't know how I don't know how collapsible these tents are, but man, if they're collapsible, break them down and get them out of there. Yeah, bring them over. Well, to which we get to see Team Bait. Uh, we they notice a massive pile. Of pneumatic containers, Mister. Oh my God! I know a mass. Like this is actually a massive pile, and they go to open them, yeah. and that they see that they're full of complete notebooks, full of notes. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer even picks up Locke's map that he put through yep. the tube. Uh, so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stop it there because we're gonna go on a different topic here, Mister. Sal. At this point, did you think uh-huh. that the button was real? Uh, this is where I started thinking, oh crap, they've got it wrong. The button is real. <laughs> so how did you did you like this this twist? I think oh, I love this. The, the I loved they, it. The way that they present to you that the button is real is via the pneumatic containers. And yes. it's it's to a group of people that make no sense of it. Like they, yeah. they, they don't they don't understand what's going on. So just I, the I viewer has complete information. Yeah. We only yeah. we have complete information. Yeah. Echo can't be, I mean, even though he acts it, he can't be 100% confident, it's real. And Locke can't be, even though he acts it, 100% confident, it's fake. But right. we live here. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know what these things were at first. I, th- I was like, is that like some kind of fuel rod tube or something? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I, I, once they got a little closer, it, it became clear what they were. And it, it clear that at no point was that pneumatic device ever sending it anywhere but just into this pile <laughs> i find it there's just a big pile of pneumatic like, like what you know, they were making this and then, okay yeah. well now we gotta you know we gotta trash them somehow but it's not like we have like a trash you know well yeah, it's a little we'll just pipe them to the middle of somewhere of the island and hope no one yeah. ever comes here I mean, it's a little weird because they, obviously the point of the pearl was for dharma to observe the observers so yes. uh, they did have cameras the in the pearl too. Yeah. Yes, they did. Cameras. Yeah, yeah. But if they really wanted to observe the observers, wouldn't they have wanted these notebooks? I mean, what if they maybe, wrote something in those notebooks that wasn't obvious? Maybe that's what the they observers? were observing for. Maybe, what? maybe they were observing the observers who were observing the observers. Oh my God! Observing right. the test subjects, or uh, you know, we don't know why they're observing them right now. Maybe one day we mm-hmm. will know, but we don't know why. You know, that was happening yep. but all we can say for sure is it definitely appears whatever the people were doing in the pearl was not important and, uh no which now begs the question well does that mean that the button was important uh and it right. might it does make it more important than you might have once thought uh because now yeah. this theory 
Yeah. Okay. So I guess I couldn't, I, I guess I wasn't, I still wasn't thinking the button was real. Actually, what you just said triggered my, my memory a little bit. When I saw these pneumatic tubes, like it made me think, oh, okay, everything was just observations of the people. <laughs> This like, is all, it, all yes. Uh, like there was okay. nothing that was important. So, like, but so it's all it's, fake. It's, right. But when it's it's Desmond's in this Desmond in this next scene that made me realize, oh my god, this button is probably real. Isn't oh it? yeah. Oh, De- when Desmond gets no, the yeah, he's yeah, not no not, not, the, yeah. not not the flashback. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about this next scene with with John. Okay. So yeah, uh, we. Well, here, let me finish up this scene, though. So we get, you mm-hmm. know, these pneumatic tubes. But then Sawyer spots Saeed's smoke signal. And Jack notices that the smoke is miles away towards the beach. And yeah. he starts to shake Michael down. No, where are you taking us? That's where the village is. Why are we here? And Michael, you know, he's just like, this is where I, I don't. And then he, before he can really answer, they hear the whispers. Uh, and, I mean, Jack does some heroics, but. In the end, they all get captured. They all get shot with a yeah. dart that knocks them out. They all get captured. Uh, Jack actually even shoots back at some point. He tries to save Kate, but ah, blindly, yeah. yeah he tries to yeah, carry whatever. Kate away. But yeah. yeah, whatever. They all get captured I, and taken yeah. away. I noticed but... he wasn't trying to carry Hurley away. Just yeah, I, I like all the different reactions. Hurley stands still. Michael stands still. Like well, Michael could feel safer in standing still. Right. And the rest try to run, and then yeah. Sawyer shot, and whatever. They all get shot down. So there you go. The next scene here. Lock Desmond. We've got 19 minutes left on the button. And fun fact, there's only 19 minutes left in the episode. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's not. It's not true at all. Is, I looked. It was like 20 right. something minutes. <laughs> but that, anyway. that would have been cool, though. But yeah. it would have been cool. I, I was. Oh, I wonder if they. Nah. Um, 19 minutes left, and Desmond starts to ask more about the pearl. Like, hey, what about that pearl? You know, what if the button is real, right? And Lock talks about what he knows in the pearl. And Desmond wonders if he has it. You know, what if you have it backwards, mate? You know, what if the pearl was just a test and this is all real? And Locke's like, why don't you read for yourself? Here's just this pointless log I got from the pearl. <laughs> and he starts to read through it. So is this what sold you? Or is it after the flashback yeah, it, that I sold you? No, it's, it's when Desmond said, what if you your interpretation of the pearl is wrong? What if they're the ones who so were being So the interpretation observed? that, that yeah, Echo what said if, and that, well, actually Echo is more of, it's a test. Right. Yes. So that what echo, yeah, echo I, I didn't get anything out of that. But uh. Desmond saying that you know the the people in the pearl were the experiment. Yeah. And having just seen all these pneumatic tubes, it's like oh my god, they totally were. So now I'm starting to question the vora- veracity or so, veracity. The veracity of the button, button fakeness. Yeah. So if you had to plant your percentage now, what confidence do you think the button was real? Uh, I would put it at like sixty percent real. No. Okay. No, no. I'm sorry. Sixty percent fake. Okay, so you're still more confidence fake, but but now you're not as confident as you once were. Right. Throughout the whole season, how confident do you think you were for the most part? How about pre pearl, pre hearing about the pearl? How confident were you it was fake? I mean, I I don't think it was ever very different. I was like, you know, ninety percent certain it was fake for pretty much the whole season. And then after the pearl, I think you got up to like a hundred. You were very very confident. You're like ninety nuts. I mean, yeah. This is just icing on the cake. <laughs> I've, yeah. got, I've got everything. So we uh, enter a flashback. Uh, Desmond's shaving. He shaved every day for the last three years. And mm-hmm. I guess the big key part in this is that it's been three years. So now we know we're getting close to when Desmond 
how long Desmond has been on the island, because he said earlier, three years. Um, so whatever, he won't let go, shaves every day. And Kelvin gives him a goodbye. Not an actual goodbye, just, you know, I'm, I'm heading out for a couple hours, you know. As uh, I do. No, he, but he's, he's, he literally says goodbye. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, and that, that like, Wait, spooks what? Desmond, yeah. Yeah, just for a bit. So goodbye, he says. And as he goes to leave, Desmond notices a rip in Kelvin's hazmat suit. Uh, but tells him nothing as he leaves. Instead, yeah, that was a little surprising. It was. It was. It, you question why this happens, but instead, Desmond follows him, and mm-hmm. I do, you know, like Desmond's wearing his own, like he, he's taking his shirt and put it over his nose, <laughs> his own quasi, which I love. Just like, <laughs> like, I feel like at that point, right? If someone's going out in a hazmat suit, like, yep, I feel like just putting. I mean, I mean, you know what? Maybe it'll help. It it, it probably will. It's just I, I find it funny. Yeah, I mean, it, depen- suit. it depends on the the tra- how the, the pathogen quote unquote disease is yeah. yeah is transmitted. So yeah, but who knows? I mean, I I mean, if I pull better up safe than sorry get, though. If I pull up to get a COVID test, all I have is a cloth mask on, and the person's gonna come test me in a co- uh, hazmat suit. So yeah. So uh, he sees he follows him and sees that Kelvin's. Uh, just after he walked a bit into the jungle, starts to immediately derobe his hazmat suit. Yeah. Which I just love to see the show of Desmond because then he also he just demasks then. <laughs> right. Yeah. He sees Kelvin, he's like, oh, and then he just also takes off his mask. Yeah. <laughs> so they both have no deroped. Uh and Desmond follows uh Kelvin through some pretty cool terrain, some pretty cool rocks. Yeah, where the hell is this? Yeah, it must be somewhere by like um we've seen them walk over rocks when the the tails you're trying to go back to um the uh why can't I think of it? to the survivors camp, but not as cool as this, not as cool as these like um what is this rock formation called? Are these metamorphic rocks? I don't, I don't know. Are these like sedentary rocks? They're definitely not igneous. Igneous is the one they get like you know the they like uh get cooled. But yeah. I know metamorphic and sedimentary rocks can become like that. Uh but I think sedimentary, I don't know. Anyway. Cool rocks. Yeah, rock look They're nice. Very cool. Yeah, me like yes. rock. That's all that matters. And <laughs> the rock is cool. Definitely catches the eye. And Desmond is following him and eventually sees that Kelvin has this ship who has also caught him following him, right? That son of a deadly. Kelvin has caught him following him. And Kelvin reveals that he's been fixing the boat and he's a week away from it being all done. He offers Desmond to come, uh, but Desmond brings up that he's worried about the button. But Calvin just goes, hey, you know what? Screw it, uh, Desmond. <laughs> Screw the button. Screw it. And Desmond is so mad that Calvin has been lying to him about this button and like keeping up the charade when he himself does not believe. You know, he doesn't believe that the outside is poisonous or like sickness at all. Mm-hmm. He I, doesn't seem to believe in the button. He doesn't seem to believe a lot of things that he's been telling Desmond. Uh, and yeah. Calvin reveals that, you know, he just wanted there to be a sucker to save the world when he left, <laughs> which is <laughs> so cold. It's and awful. basically as oh, cold so as he was to Saeed. So bad. So Calvin has I not was more changed. cold. Oh, pro- yeah. oh, yeah. He's willing to let them yeah. just like sit alone wondering what happened to him <laughs> if he just Ugh. one day went poof and left. Uh, it this causes them to get in a tussle and this results in 
something Desmond surely did not want, even though Kelvin was a jerk yeah. to him in this case. Kelvin takes a hard tumble. I mean, to, in Kelvin's defense, he does offer to bring him with him now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, but now, it's a, <laughs> I guess now, you're right. now that you found me out, eh, you must come with me. As <laughs> I would say, not really striking. He's not an honest person. He got caught, no. but at least, yeah, at least yes. he offered. <laughs> Yeah. So let you come on your own boat to leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll let you use your own boat to leave with me. <laughs> but Kel- but uh, sadly, Calvin uh, hits his skull- back of his head on the rocks and basically dies immediately. I mean, he might be savable, but Desmond can't save him. And there's no real way of saving him. So, yeah. Calvin basically dies on the spot, as far as we are concerned. And yep. Desmond doesn't have a lot of time, because he knows, he realized the button's running low. And I guess this still shows that, despite all this, Desmond is still worried about the button, right? He is still... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't think he's got any reason to lose faith in the button, just because Calvin was trying to screw him over. I mean, yeah. Calvin does say, I wanted some poor sucker to stay yeah. behind to do the work. And so Calvin's not rejecting the work. He... Uh, as, he's hedging his bets. He's not. He's not rejecting the importance of the work. He's rejecting his role in performing the work. He want, Yeah, he thinks he's, he he wants to be better than a glorified automatic button pusher. <laughs> like, why don't you just get like, like one of those like you know those things the like uh the like ducks or bird things that like bend down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I know. I know. Like that would be infinite energy. So you can't just press the button like that. But surely, right. you know, give it some electricity and just. Like, I, I mean, on, uh, seriously, I mean, honestly, Dharma. If if this was not a psychological experiment, and, and I'm not convinced that it wasn't, in addition to actually being real, a psychological experiment. If 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 that's if it wasn't that, if it, there was actual importance to this button being pushed, then why do you have people there doing it? Why didn't you automate this or yeah. have lots of people there doing it? <laughs> you know, why, why is it just, you have two people at a time doing this, this very, very important work. I don't know. Like the, the, I, I, I question Dharma. I want to know what kind of Mickey mouse operation they're running over there. It's true. What is the importance of pushing the button? But you know, why, why make humans do it? And they do skirt around the question, but they always just, don't answer it. And it probably seems like the, none of the characters know what the answer is, but they do mm-hmm. acknowledge that this is definitely a question, right? Why? What's the point of the button? Seriously, right? We, they've questioned it before. Why not just automate this? Yeah. Redundant. But we don't know. Uh, and Desmond doesn't know, but nonetheless, he's not going to let the world end on his case. So he runs back and he's running into the swan, but the button is the farthest we've ever seen it past time. Right. Yeah. And a ghost enters the numbers in the system, and while he, he goes to do so, it starts printing system failure, system failure, so on and so forth. It keeps printing that, and the mm-hmm. magnet is getting so much stronger. It's pulling so, it's pulling so many things around in the bunker. Uh, but eventually, Desmond manages to get the numbers in, and the screen that was once full of system failure goes back to how it used to be a nice blank screen, ready for the numbers once the time comes. Yeah. So. We see this stressful moment that has been had, and we get back to the present. And it's well, hold on, because oh. 
the, the hieroglyphics here i i, uh, I don't know <clears throat> i mean i don't know what any of these things mean except i mean I, there, there's a bird that that much i know but and that's the fourth digit but i mean the, i drew them out and i it almost looks like they spell something but i can't i didn't draw the bird so i will never tell you what that means not even when the series is over i'll never tell you it's ridiculous you know though i'll never tell you you told me you know I know that you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and so even when the series is over, you still won't tell me. Maybe I will. Yeah. Consider it. <laughs> consider it. You better. <laughs> or else. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, it, yeah. In any case, he presses the button and things end well. And we leave the flashback. We're back in the present day. Desmond's having a good read, not of our mutual friend, but rather uh, the logs that. Yeah. Uh, Locks so and read it, but he reaches the system failure part. And yeah. Mr. Sal, he asks Locke when his mm-hmm. plane crashed. This is also the first time they've ever said the date of when the plane crashed. So they've also revealed here that the plane no, the, crashed. The, Have they said the, before? I, I knew the date because oh. I, I was, because remember when we were watching the leftovers at one point, uh, the, the guy, uh, Dr. What's his name? With, as the demon Azrael or whatever, but the, the guy who was convinced that Nora was uh, possessed by a demon uh, asks, "Did you come to Miracle on the 21st, the 22nd, or the 23rd, or whatever it was?" Uh, and he doesn't say the name of the, of the month, but we went back and ret- retconned it and figured out that it was that it was September, and that the, the events kind of instigate everything in season two of the leftovers happened on i think september 22nd and we said that was the same day as it is the, the plane no no it, it's possible that you just told me that i don't i, 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 I think the first time it's told on the series because <clears throat> i think this is when it's first revealed that the the date of the pilot episode is when they first crashed which is what we might have used actually uh, okay to analyze that but i think this is the first one that's actually revealed that the, the first pilot episode date of it airing is when they crashed Okay. So, in yeah. any case, though, that same date in the logs is where it says system failure, and Desmond yeah. realizes that he might have crashed their plane. Now, Mr. Sal, this revelation, right? You ever see this coming? Uh, no. <laughs> that the lack of no. pressing the button is what caused the plane to crash. Yeah, that, that was a big one. Now, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that as a possible scenario here? Not feasible, do you think it is? So, I mean, the, the choices are it's, it was coincidence and it was the reason. And it does seem like that probably was the reason. If there's this, well, I, mean, I mean, at this point, we haven't seen what it looks like when you really don't press the button. But if it's what it is at the end of this episode, actually not even at the end, in the middle of this episode, uh, toward the end, then, the then I can totally see why that would make a plane crash. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that's probably exactly what happened. Fair, fair. And so, do you think the button is real at this point? What are the odds now? Well, just just seeing the flashback and seeing all of the you know furniture slide all over the place and the the electromagnet just freak so out. So after the flashback, yeah, yeah, I I think that was I I probably put the likelihood that the button is real at about you know. 85 percent at that point but then what about after desmond and the the logs 
Oh, that change uh, it at all, or was it just uh, ma- yeah. So now it's up to like ninety. <laughs> the numbers are just going okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Michelle, you swung. You've gone from ninety percent it's fake, ninety-five percent super convinced it's fake to yeah. Well, by golly, it's real. Yeah. They've, yeah. They've shown me. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I'm a fool. Was... I was wrong. I was. I was That's, wrong. I'll admit it freely and openly. <laughs> Fine. So we'll lock at some point, but. We get to see Team Bake, Bait, not Baked. Uh, with also we get to see um Michael, who you're a, you're a Mike Licker, right? Mike Liker, Michael Liker, Michael Liker. Is that mm-hmm. we said before to say Michael Liker? Yeah, yeah, one of those. In either case, in either case, you like Michael, but him along with the the bait he's brought have been uh brought to these docks by the others. They're tied, except mm-hmm. Michael. Uh, put on their knees, and you know, this is definitely some sort of a power move stance thing. You know, they're really swaying, they're really showing them what's what right now. Yeah, and Kate calls out not Zeke, but Tom's beard is fake. Yep, so we also learned his name is Tom. Tom, Tom is thankful that they finally figured it out because he gets to take it right off. Yeah, uh, how he's nice the only one, the only one with a fake beard, and and what and what's the point of it? Like this is the part I don't understand. Like, <laughs> what's the point? What's the point of him having a beard? It's like, like it makes you think that he really wishes he had a beard. He's like, well now, yeah. He's like, yeah. it's like Henry, Henry, can I have the beard? Come on, man, can I have the beard? He's like, yeah, he's yeah. Like, like, listen, Tom, you don't need the beard though. No one else has a beard. It's like, come on, come on, come on, can I have a beard? <laughs> Fine, have the beard. We'll put it in the budget. Yeah, got a beard. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like. Okay, so so Tom, tell me about your character. What's the character's motivation? Well, could he have a beer? Yeah, he, <laughs> you know, he would a, not do the character unless he had a beard. Yeah, right. <laughs> you and me had fought on that. Yeah, I so, mean, it's a very different character if he doesn't have a beer. Yeah, so. it, it changes anyway. everything altogether. But yeah. the beard is a bit pivotal in terms of a not pivotal, but it it really helps to show in maternity leave, right? The fake beard is what mm-hmm. really shows. Yeah, yeah. Because the rags you just put off to. I mean, maybe just the clothing they wear when they're out and about or something, right? I don't, that, but the fake beard is really yeah. telling. So yeah, for sure. Uh, wait, takes off the beard, and a boat comes by. Pretty nice boat. It comes by Henry Gale aboard. Right, he starts walking on the dock, and man, this this is the same boat from the season finale of season one, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, so this is this is you know the second uh, two two finales and two appearances of this boat. Will there be a third? <laughs> uh, that's a, uh, that's what I'm wondering. Like it, it seems like in both finales we had this boat, and in both finales we also had Walt going away on this boat, and in both finales we had at least Jack and Kate, you know, trekking and Hurley trekking. So there there, there are definitely parallels between the two finales. Well, we have the boat come, and we have Henry Gale, who has a pretty cool senior, right? He comes aboard, and yeah. you can immediately tell he is, like, he's the guy. He's the yep. guy, right? He's the, <laughs> turns out, he's the leader, right? Or at least yeah. of this band of people. Maybe there's a it's, guy It definitely him. seems that way. Wow. Yeah. He walks out. It, it also up. makes me wonder, did Henry get caught on purpose, do you think? Well, I can't uh, ask you that because you know. So, what do you think? <laughs> he got caught on purpose? Uh, so the fact that he's the leader makes me think that yes he did that's fair i guess what i would argue against that is um 
they constantly tell Michael about the complications. And Henry That's even true. talks about how he's not kind of, he even says when he gives him the boat, he's not pleased with the deal, but you know, right. they keep their word. So, mm-hmm. so that, that part makes it seem like it wasn't what he planned, but you know, yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's planning to do something. Who knows? Um, yeah. Or maybe he thought they would never catch him of who he was. Yeah, uh, maybe. You know, maybe his plan just went awry. But he enters the dock, and by the way, he gives a great. He's he's so good at getting, getting subtle facial cues. He gives like almost like a smirk, smug, like a a great smirk <laughs> of smug, but he doesn't oh, yeah. really quite smirk. He can't really, you know. But I think it's I think it's really smuggy. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Good on yep. him. And he asks Tom, you know, where's your beard? But Tom goes, well, they already knew. <laughs> and Henry wishes to take yeah. care of business. Scene cuts here. We get back to the swan. Uh, Charlie, this is all from the beginning of this uh, second part episode, is finally coming to <laughs> from the explosion, which you probably forgot yeah. about them at this point because it's been a while. But he's yeah. coming to from the explosion. He's bleeding. He can barely hear. Right? He's wrecked out of his mind. The swan yeah. looks wrecked out of its mind. And who looks the most wrecked out of their mind is Echo. He looks yeah. like he's dead, right? He's mm-hmm. just straight up. He can barely move. So Charlie goes yeah, to, try mean- to start helping him out. There was a non-zero chance that Echo was dead here. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. there's still a non-zero chance that Echo is dead. Um, yeah, right. So we have four minutes left on the timer. We're inside the button room, and Desmond is arguing that they need to push the button and explains his perspective to John, right? He's convinced that it is real. Look at mm-hmm. this. Look at the log. Look, It just all makes sense. But Locke still believes that the swan is not real because of the pearl, right? It can't be. Yeah. I have the pearl, and they were using the pearl, and I know that they were reading those notebooks because there's a cool pneumatic tube, and they wouldn't make uh, a new, have a pneumatic tube for nothing. Where would they right, put those uh, fake yeah. notes? You know? hmm. Great uh, questions. So the swan's not real, and to stop to to stop Desmond from uh, pushing the button, he smashes the computer as Locke had tried to do before. I don't know why yeah. Locke didn't do it earlier, but I guess he didn't care enough to because Desmond was on the same page as him. But now that Desmond's starting to turn. Yeah, it seemed it seemed like Locke may have been hedging. You know, yeah, I want yeah, to, I want to well. see what happens, but I want to be able to cut it off if I don't like what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's actually really true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now he's but now he has to Desmond's go all in now. Force his hand. Yeah, yeah. Desmond, you forced my hand. I've gone all in. We're we're all in now. <laughs> We'll see if, if Locke will double up or if he'll go bust. I mean, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Desmond feels doomed now. And this 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 causes Desmond to undo the lockdown. He bolts out and instead of helping Charlie, runs to get <laughs> our mutual friend off the shelf. Yes. So yes. we, I mean, obviously we're going, oh, is he going to read our mutual friend? Right? Is this what's going on here? Yeah. So we cut to a flashback. Uh, the final flashback, actually. Desmond, yeah. he's alone, drinking, has a gun in his hand. Looks like a very depressing scene, right? Mm-hmm. We know it's end with the... If, if what we know holds true, so Kelvin is now dead, and the same day Kelvin has died or when the survivors arrived. So now we can actually peg that's been... Even yeah. in the present, it's been about two months since Kelvin's died. Right. Yeah. So even this is somewhere between there, which is still, you know, especially if you're all alone in the, you know, hatch now, right? Uh, I mean, depression is really not an unsurprising oh, yeah. thing to happen to you, right? But what, what, based on what we know, um, I don't know how to say it, Rosini. Oh man, Rosinski. 
Brzezinski. There you go. Yeah, that's a German name, right? Or is that Polish? <laughs> no, it'd be it'd be Pol- Polish or Russian or something like that. Okay. Eastern yeah, Eastern a- European or or Russian. But in either case, you know, we know we've heard that Rosinski killed himself, so it's not unsurprising that the people get depressed in the swan. Yeah. And yeah. Desmond appears to be no different because he whips out our mutual friend to read. Yeah. and th- this is that's what makes this book so cool. Is this mm-hmm. it's this in, it's this scene, this indicator that he wants to read this because he he has decided that he's going to end his own life. Yes, and out yeah. falls a letter, a letter from Penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she put in, and we uh, we you know hear her words reading the letter out. Thankfully, she put an audio tape in there, so that way Desmond didn't have to read. But she put it in there uh, that the book was for him to read in a moment of great desperation. She begs Desmond not to give up and to, mm-hmm. that she'll always love him and she'll always be waiting for him. Uh, very, very touching. So sad, Mr. Sell. And Desmond mm-hmm. also feels really sad. He then also feels very angry. And um, yeah, it's just a great yeah. anger. He starts wrecking the room. And yeah. uh, it, because I think Desmond, I don't know if this is his perspective, but I think I think he believes that he's just ruined the world by not pressing the button. Well, uh, well, I don't know how. Yes, well, I, I guess you're right. Like... No, I guess you're right because he, when he first talks to Locke in the beginning of this season, he said he says, "Do you mean the world's still out there?" You're but right. Yes. Yeah. He's shocked so I think you're. Out there. I think you're so. absolutely right. I think that's exactly what it is. So he thinks he's basically wrecked the world, and I think he's angry because yeah. he probably thought he's in some capacity wrecked Penny or is sad. In general, things have gone yeah. awry for him to the point of where he is, and that we might even be the last person or one of few people, right? Mm-hmm. So he's heavily depressed, and now he's angry about, it. and right at his weakest time, right. Almost like a sign from the island, Mr. Sal. He hears <laughs> someone so cool. bashing on the hatch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in his moment of great weakness and time yeah. of tribulation, someone else is having a time of great weakness and tribulation. Because yeah. he goes over and he turns in a light to see them. And he sees, well, at one point a depressed lock, but now a shocked lock looking down the hatch to see mm-hmm. <laughs> what has caused this light. And Desmond yeah. looks up happy to see another person and that there yeah. are that there is another person yeah how how sweet yeah it's it's really cool mirror images you know we know what Locke was like at that point in his life i and how how desperate he was i remember back in like season one when this first happened and you were curious what the light was in the hatch yeah memories mr sal oh the memories yeah Yeah, and i didn't and i couldn't tell you what the light was right I wish I could have told you the light. That light, that's Desmond. You need to go. Who's Desmond? <laughs> yeah, it's Desmond. Well, let me tell you something. John just saved his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How My... mad would you have been if I told you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I would have. It's so off kilter, it, it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I would have been disoriented enough, maybe that it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> but, but in either case, um. We get back to the present time from that sweetening flashback. And it's really nice to see, you know, how things have tied together there. Um, mm-hmm. Lost the flashbacks, especially, have become a lot of um, interconnections, right? You all, now we're always seeing other characters and other people's flashbacks, and people from yeah. other people's flashbacks and other people's flashbacks. Like, yep, um, Christian being, I guess, probably the biggest example of it. But now also, sure. 
uh clancy brown aka kelvin right yes there's been others uh the palm reader guy whose name yep. escapes me but i'm sure you know it dave david is it david wait a minute was it david i don't think it was david oh my god you're confusing me now david. was it actually david are you, are you joking with me I'm, I'm gonna look it up but i, I I'm, I'm, I'm looking it, i'm looking it up right now it is the medical right. exam richard his name's richard richard why did i say david i don't know he's <laughs> really really jumping on this richard bandwagon now but we get back at the present time and desmond gets the fail safe key from our mutual friend so he's not trying to read it he's trying to do something that was in it so uh yeah. he's probably already read the book maybe maybe he finished up the read right then and there right but mm-hmm. So I, we don't know if he's actually read the book at this I, point. He no, might have. I he doubt it. Have. You think he's saving it still? He definitely didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, he had plenty of time in the hatch. Yeah, it's bored. But anyway. Oh, you mean, do, you, do I think he still read the book? Uh, after Penny's letter. After. Yeah. No, well, hold on. After Penny's letter, he got. I thought that wasn't it the same exact scene where John was banging on the hatch? Yeah, but I'm saying like I don't. Saying, I, I don't think he. I don't think he continued reading after he saw John. You don't think so? You you don't think that no. broke the seal? And he's like, well, whatever. I'm going to start reading this now. No, no I don't okay. think it broke the seal. No, no, no. You think you think he's saving it? Okay, so he's saving I the do. book. Well, I think that's why he went for it right now. But the failsafe keys in here, and then he goes that's and, right. He I think he went to get the failsafe key because he's the only one All that right. could have put it there. He grabbed it from. Uh, okay. I was, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say though is we don't know if he's read the book or not. So he could have, may not have. But in this case. Okay. He grabs a failsafe key from the book and mm-hmm. he's willing to make the sacrifice to Sal. So maybe he should have read the book. Who knows? But he uh, he grabs the failsafe key and immediately runs back in the button room, leaving Charlie hit again. <laughs> he's trying to like help out <laughs> Echo. And he, he moves the thing over, gets up the secret hatch inside the hatch, the hatch within the hatch, hatch, the meta hatch, and <laughs> tells Locke that, you know, Locke saved his life by banging on that hatch. And now he will return the favor to Locke, right? Yeah. He begs Locke to run now, but Locke, he he doesn't quite believe him, right? He needs to believe for himself uh, to see if it's all real. Well, so what's the inherent negative of turning this key? Is it so? Is there bit. is there a danger to the person turning it, or is it dangerous to stop the process of whatever the button triggers? So the 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 way kelvin put it if you turn the key it releases the entire electromagnet which makes like a big you no know, so it releases the rest of the magnet which will okay. call you know which will cause i think he says makes this place go sky high or basically implies that you will you'll die it'll blow up or something will happen to you okay flip this you know key so that's why that's why he didn't have the courage to do it because yes it could be fake Right, if the bun's fake, this key yeah. could just as well be fake. But what if it's not fake, and then I kill myself? And do I right. want to kill myself? And this is these questions. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it's, I think it's implied that if you flip this key, assuming that everything is real, right, and the key is real, that it will blow you sky high, or you oh. will blow up, or something okay. bad will happen to you to cause your death. Uh, but yeah, is it real? That... We don't know. But... Well. I mean, now the button seems real. <laughs> so, but the so. button seems real, and we also, I mean, assuming Desmond turned the key, I think he did. I think it's he did turn the key. He did turn yeah, the so key. I, and people survived. So that it's, it, I, I think that rumors of the dangers associated with this 
turn key turn are grossly exaggerated. No, we're not. I'm not saying that everyone on the island dies if you turn the key. Just, just the key turner. No, 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 not just the key turner. Just if you turn the key, at least the rest of the electromagnet, like kind of, I guess, yeah. as is, and then mm-hmm. big, big kaboom or big, big okay. something, and people around it could die, per se, the okay. key turner, but also say other people in the vicinity. Charlie is lucky to be around. Yeah, I guess okay. something to say. But other people, who knows? I don't know. Maybe I do know. We can talk about that at the end, about that stuff. But for the time being, Desmond, he's going to go to the failsafe, and he's going to turn the key. And you know what, Locke? I'll see you in another life, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes to the system. So that's the third time Desmond said that. That's what he always says during his great goodbyes, right? He's in Jack twice, Locke once. There's the counter. And there you go. He goes to the system failure. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Echo and Charlie. Echo is awake, but barely, right? He's barely with a, you know, sharp yeah. metals, you know, forks, things, whatever. They're starting darts. They're coming by. Uh, manages to miss them. And then hopefully Charlie took off his belt, actually. He didn't get stuck to the wall or something. <laughs> but and he, Yeah, it, right. Uh, we, we kept a cut back. Desmond's still going for the failsafe. Um, but now things are getting... Oh, haywire, so on and so forth. And uh, Charlie's trying to help Echo get out of there, but Echo just pushes him off and Echo goes back for lock, right? Or runs to the button mm-hmm. room, right? Maybe he wants to push the button, mm-hmm. whatever have you, but he runs in there nonetheless. And Echo and lock meet eye to eye. Everything's falling apart, Mr. Cell. Things going everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, everything's bending. The metal looks weak and lock terrified admits that he was wrong mr sal yeah it would appear the button is real i mean it takes a big man to admit that you're wrong it does oh actually no it doesn't never mind you admitted you were wrong earlier it takes a big man to admit you're wrong Ah, by the way i I was wrong about a lot of things kurt (laughs) (laughs) those things off so we get back to desmond he's in the fail safe Right. Hold on a second. I just want to mention this one thing. So, uh, based on what we've seen as a result of not pushing the button twice now, especially this time. I mean, this time you got the the the, the frame around the clock is like the, yeah, crushing. Like the numbers. This so. is this is this is extreme. So, based on this, I think we can assume that Henry did push the button when he went in there. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah yeah. Henry yeah. lied. Yeah, Henry lied again. Yeah. Every guy yep. talk about that. Henry totally lied about not. Yeah, yeah. Bear bro. When he said that, I forgot that he lies about not pressing the button. And I was oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. This thing. I was, I was so like, this I is just this. just this is just more of him worming his way into John's head. I yeah. Guess, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Total that, lie. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what other motivation he has to lie about that, except to further his way into John's brain. Yeah. So, so. um. But so oh yeah, we cut back Desmond. He's in the failsafe. He's been getting there as close as he can. Uh, he goes. He puts the key in there. He thinks back to Penny's letter, and kind of announces his love for Penny, I guess, to himself. And then turns the key, Mister Cell, mm-hmm. and around the island, the beach, Team Bay, everyone. A large. It's just. It's very weird the way they did it, but I guess they're, they're trying to just show you yep. this. A you know, very unpleasant noise in a very bright white flash 
mm-hmm. just takes over the entire island. How far does it go out? We don't quite know, but it is. Well, it it goes, is. It goes. It goes to team. Goes to team bait and Henry and them. Yeah, so. I mean, it goes that far. We don't know how far it goes past the island. We know it's scientifically noticeable, but I mean, past these things, we just know that right now this this it's wreaking havoc on the island. So this. So very... I want to make a prediction. Shoot. I, I predict that this event uh, triggers another plane crash. And we're gonna That's what I was going to ask you <laughs> at the end. Yeah. So, do you think, <laughs> so do you think another plane is going to crash now? Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> or it may, maybe not a plane, maybe a boat, something. You so, think some other people are going to crash on the island? I think, I think we're going to have more, more people because of this event. Yeah. <laughs> you get more friends now. Like, so yes. you, wherever you get bored, you just don't yeah. press the button for a bit and then you get more friends. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, uh, exactly. Get low on supplies. I, now. Let's get a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, there are some, still some quite well-known actors that I know are significant roles in Lost who we haven't met yet. And I, so, I, I'm, I'm thinking this is how we meet them. Okay. Okay. Well, in either case, we get by the beach. The hatch sign, the quarantine hatch sign, falls off right besides Bernard and Claire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get another cut at the beach. All the food's in disarray, probably because they're in some sort of metal magnetic cans or, you know, metal attracted magnet cans, whatever. And we have Charlie returning from the hatch, uh, mm-hmm. but he can barely hear. No one else has returned from the hatch, and he's definitely not doing the best, right? He's all cut up, he's wrecked, mm-hmm. and he just. I mean, for the rest of the episode, he looks very dazed a bit, you know, his, his head. Yeah, but it, it, it does seem like he regains his hearing by the end of the episode, which yeah. I, I was a little surprised by. I thought that was the route they were going to take with Charlie. Was he He's the deaf person now. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. We get back to Team Bait, and I guess this is where we get, I mean, most of the episode now is just mostly Team Bait, where um, yeah, Henry admits he's not happy with his deal with Michael, right, but uh, he followed his end of the bargain, so they'll follow their end of the bargain. For you, Michael, uh, here is a boat. Walt is within the boat. Simply follow the bearing three, two, five, and None you'll be numbers. out of this place. None of the numbers, which maybe is a tactic to get out of the place. And Michael wonders, you know, he starts asking questions. Which, listen, Michael, I don't know why you're starting to ask questions now, right? Like, like this is yeah. this is a, this is the point where I would ask the least amount of questions. But okay, Michael starts going, you know. What if I tell uh, like other people, right? And tell other people about mm-hmm. this place. Won't they come and like stop you or something? And Henry goes, No matter, tell all you want. They can't get yeah. here. And even if they could, I <laughs> doubt you would tell people because then you just have to tell them what you did, Michael. <laughs> Which does include killing two people. So fair enough. Yeah, exactly. So yep. Michael then wants, you know, hey, part of our deal, you don't hurt my friends. And Henry yep. says that will hold true. And Michael's final question is, who are you people? Mm-hmm. Mr. Sal, who are these people? They're the good guys. They're the good guys. And to <laughs> that, they hand over the boat, waltz inside. They reunite. Very sweet. And yeah. off they go. They boat off home. Yep. Uh, Walt on well, the, boat not, yeah, at the but, end of the season finale for the second consecutive season. Second time. And 
they've got uh, well i mean this is a bit later in a bit, second but as they boat off they get, like some awkward i mean you gotta look awkwardly at them <laughs> i don't like that must be one of the most awkward like moments oh. ever right like i would not oh. be looking at him a bit right like if you're michael you just kind of like i pretend like oh look there's a clock here like, oh this style needs to be looked at like i feel like i would avoid looking as much as i could like that is oh i would yeah, not want to look sure. back but mr sal yes do you think Henry is right. Are they the good guys? So I think that's a, obviously a matter of perspective and perception. Like that, that they may feel that they're the good guys. Do you think they are? Is my question. To to the survivors, no. They're the bad guys. To the what survivors. about to so, the out, an outside hmm. third party observer? Hmm. I think that not enough third party observer. Or no, I think. I mean, for sure, not enough information, but. You know, a third-party observer would be us, and to us, they seem like the bad guys. I guess, but we've still we, we we've had a very survivor-centric viewpoint. Yeah, right, right exactly. So fair. Yes. So I don't yes. think we're we're not true outside observers. I'd even say. So, okay. Yeah. It's hard. Um, to well. Yeah. So uh, so I don't know. I think that they believe that they're doing good. Yeah, that's so. that definitely seems the case. Almost Henry's lying again. No, he likes to lie, and he does it quite well. Yes, he does. But Locke's not around, so maybe he isn't lying. <laughs> he doesn't care to lie. It's just not worth no, the effort without Locke there. Worth, yeah, without Locke around. <laughs> but he comes over to talk to Team Bait, right? The remainder of Team Bait. And they untie Hurley. And Mr. Sal, what do you think was going to happen here? Do you think they were going to give him like a little tap dance and then you'd be like, oh no, it's the Hurley simulation? Uh, the, it, if the untied Hurley my, gave yeah. him a tap dance and then tied him back up, would you like be terrified this is the hurley simulation mm, probably <laughs> yeah I, I i the fact that it was hurley did make me think oh no this is oh this is they're, they're, they're going down this road aren't they but well they could be mr sell well the entire i know and they tell him that you hurley we made you come so that way you could go back and tell the rest of your people that they can never come here that is your okay. duty, Hurley. You are like a messenger. Tell your friends, quite literally, is basically what they tell them to do. So tell your friends. Yeah, and... exactly. It's which is what Echo did to the little kid when he killed the 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 guy who was trying to sell him the heroin. Yeah, yeah. So tell tell your friends. Yep. So, uh, and the rest, of, you know, Sawyer, Kate, Jack, they're coming home with us coming home with us but you Hurley you go you go do go back to your friends and Hurley yeah. he looks conflicted and he looks to Jack for guidance who gives him yeah a little nod yes how sad dude. and off yeah, I mean, Hurley I, goes I, I'm actually I'm actually really glad they threw that in there because yeah, I, yeah I wouldn't want Hurley to just turn tail and run I, I I am glad that he looked to Jack first yeah and also at this point I should note that uh this is where Michael's boat actually goes off and awkward exchange. Right. Walt looks a little mm-hmm. devastated and look, oh whoa. But there you go. Yeah. Off they go. Team bait, they're bagged and tagged. They're bags yep. back over their faces. What happens to them? We'll talk about that in a bit, but let's just finish up the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh it's the beach. It's the night. Charlie's still recovering, but his hearing is mostly back. And Claire's just he's gonna feel pretty out. good in a se- he's gonna feel pretty good in a second. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be super healed in a second. Claire really <laughs> wants to know what happened out there. And Charlie's kind of like, he's being around the bush. You know, he's joking around. And he's not really telling what happened. And it, 
I guess the tensions are in the air enough, and Claire's glad enough to see Charlie. That you know, they kiss. So finally, for Charlie, I guess especially, they've yeah. they've they've shipped. Good for them. I don't think we care all that much. So, nah, but do you think whatever. jerk Charlie? Do you think Charlie's as much of a jerk as he used to be earlier in the no. season? No, no, okay, no, jerk Charlie is no more. Fair enough. That's the end of jerk Charlie. I hope uh, so. Hopefully. But Mr. Sal, that's enough of the yeah. island. This is the first <laughs> time we're seeing off the island in assumedly, assumedly present time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you're right. Assuming this is off the island, assuming this is present time, which are both pretty right. safe assumptions. They seem uh, to be. We're somewhere. It's very snowy, very cold, right? Men are speaking Portuguese, playing, they're in some sort of tent is that? Did you identify that as Portuguese or did well, the yeah. post caption say that? I mean, you can probably easily tell it's Portuguese. It's very close to Spanish, but there's a few differences. Okay. I'm joking. The, the subtitles told me it's Portuguese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it said men speaking Portuguese. I'm like, ah, yes, I do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, um, I think you say this, uh, you're, you're one of the teachers that also say this. Like, like, when you're like studying or reviewing something, you got to write down the answer. Because if you just look at the answer, you'll go, oh, yeah, I knew that was the answer. Right. Yes. You got you to gotta commit. You got to commit to an answer before you do it. Yeah. This is yes. the case where I didn't commit to an answer, but that would have been my answer. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm oh, sure of it. okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> having seen the answer before I technically answered, I, I would, I probably would have answered that. Anyway, um, okay. they're playing chess, but on a computer, it says electromagnetic anomaly detected. And they really don't want to miss it this time. They're working on it. Is this the real deal? They think it is, and they give a call. Yep. To... Penny Widmore picks up. They think <laughs> they found it. Yeah. And Penny looks shocked. And yeah. there is the end of season two, Mr. Sal. Like a well-written Charles Dickens book, right? Great books. Maybe <laughs> even you know, wrap it in a nice bow and save it for later because we're on to season three. That's the end of season yeah. two. We've got many answers. We've got many questions. And so... Maybe some flag uh, pulling or <laughs> flags yeah. to be set in stone. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I view this as like this is the type of cliffhanger you should end with. I, I like this cliffhanger much more than Walt is kidnapped and the hatch is open, but we don't know what's in it. I, the, this, this. Well, I would, I would argue that there's a lot of cliffhangers. Like, okay, we don't know what happened to Team Bait, like Sawyer, Kate, right. Jack. Yep. They're bagged and tagged. Yes, but. Okay. We've been preparing for that for two episodes now. That's fair. That's fair. We did not expect Walt to be kidnapped at all. Though the right. signs were there during the finale. To a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. For Walt. But yeah, fair enough. This this, yeah. this expectable. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Echo, then, Locke, Desmond are all in question. They're all in the air. That's true. We didn't see Echo and Locke either. Or Desmond. Okay. Yeah. We don't know if they died, if they're alive. Or something in between. Uh, I guarantee two of the three are sur- have survived. Maybe, maybe all three. Okay, really. <laughs> so what, 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 what are your odds here? Let's, let's write down. Let's, let's, all right, get, lock. Kind of yeah, okay. lock. Hundred percent survive. Hundred percent survive. Lock. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Desmond. Hundred percent survives. Hundred percent. Really? Okay. Hundred percent yeah. Desmond. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Echo, eighty percent survived. Oh, why the eighty, Mister Selfer? Echo? Because if somebody's going to die, it's going to be Echo. Okay, you think Desmond's too important to die? 
uh, given the last scene of this episode, yeah, Desmond's surviving. Now, see, really, you don't think that Desmond could die and Penny's looking for them, thinking Desmond's there, but much like in the same way, you know, Desmond misses Libby, Penny might miss Desmond, right? Like, they don't intersect, if that makes sense. In a uh, way, no, Desmond comes I... back for an episode. We get a great, like, a swan song. You tell me this won't be a swan song, Mr. Sale? Well, this it be, is. This would be a terrific swan song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it would be a terrific swan song. Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, I, I love the symmetry of Locke saves Desmond without knowing it. Desmond saves Locke. And then, uh, hold on a second. Locke saved Desmond, which resulted in Locke smashing the PC because Locke doesn't smash the PC if Locke doesn't save Desmond in the in the first place, which resulted in Penny finding Desmond. Yeah, and it might have even resulted in Desmond dying. Or I mean, as you pick up, I I don't think so. I I think all three of them survived, but if anybody died, it was probably Echo. Yeah, and what and about to to be fair? To be fair, I don't know the episode count for Echo. <laughs> so I, I so I don't want I don't want to say that I know that he's only in you know twenty whatever episodes. So I that's why I'm calling him the one who dies. Right. I don't know his episode count. Okay, so you know Desmond's episode count. That sounds okay. So, <laughs> you're confident. We'll see. Um, what about Walt and Michael? Are they? Oh, they'll be they'll be back. Now they'll be back. They'll be back. <laughs> You think you think they're around now? So they're they're back in the swing for season three. Are we getting back? Season, we're getting Walt back. Oh, I don't know about season three. But... <laughs> Wait, what? So like, oh no, no, they'll be back. So you, okay, so you you you're just saying, at some point, yeah, return. They'll be back. Yeah. I mean, this goes on for six seasons. I, I could have yeah. told you that. But okay, fine. Uh, chance on that. Uh, of them returning, returning. at some yeah. point, yeah. at any point. Anything. Uh. Hundred percent, they're coming back. Okay, what what about this uh, season three? Uh, ninety percent. Oh, okay, wow. Chance. Yeah. Do you mean they in a flashback or in present day? No, they'll be back with the survivors on the island. Turn to island season yeah. three. Okay, and then the last thing I'll ask you is, and I don't know about the percents for this really. I mean, Sawyer, Kate, Jack. I'm not going to even ask you if you think they die because. You've they are not they, none of yeah. none of them are dying <laughs> yeah, I know. so i'll ask you what happens with them uh they get assimilated into the others and they become the main antagonists of the show no i'm kidding that's uh, that's not true um i i think that's what michael and walt come back for they say they rescued those three okay so rescue uh, team i want to see team bait well uh, it could be that saeed and jen and son rescued them too because okay. they're still out there doing I'll say, yeah. God knows what. Like they're they're going to be very disappointed. Like they're just because oh, they're way out. out there in the wrong place. Yeah, they're yeah. roasting roasting hot dogs over the campfire right now. I I I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Where have they gone? They went to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. No, they went place. to the right place. I know was... they went to the right place, but yeah. the wrong place for the situation. They went to the yes. place that they were told to go to. Yes. Yes. Um, but okay, so you set your flags. Season mm-hmm. three, Mr. Cell, I guess any real expectations that you're hoping for? Or I guess well, kind of so, a big, like, pretty clean slate that they've left. Unlike season one, you're left to wonder about the hatch. Yeah. Well, so I guess one, one of the big questions that I have is why Jack, Kate, and Sawyer? Why is it these three that are important to the, to yeah. the others? Why? So why I, 
and I hope we find that out someday. Although I don't, I mean, I, I'm not seeing the connections between the three of them, except that that's a love triangle, but that doesn't seem to make sense. And, and maybe just as importantly, why not Locke? Because it does seem like if they were going to take somebody, you know, Henry did say they, he was coming to take Locke, but it does seem like Locke would be somebody they would, they would take. Um, I wonder what the criteria is for takeage. Uh, it's different every time, right? The, the first time it was... Is it? Well, well, well uh, thinking about the tailies. The, the, it was the first time it, yeah, it was... It was the, the ones who were the biggest threat. And then the second time it was the, the most good, the most like innocent. So, so I don't know what it is. Soy, or uh, well, I mean, Soy, Sawyer and Kate are both criminals too i i am assuming jack is not but maybe jack is that we just don't know is it. this yeah i was like is this your grave assumption is jack really a criminal i, I think it would be awesome if he is the righteous jack also a criminal in the i would criminals. love that so i would love that I uh guess, the, yeah no no any other lingering questions yeah so uh i i really i'm, I'm very stuck on libby i, I really want more Libby. Mr. Sal, I'm going to tell this to you now. Yeah. Um, so this is something the writers said, right? So this is this is from the writer's mouth that basically after killing off Libby, they wanted mm -hmm. to do more in Libby's flashbacks or having yeah. Libby in flashbacks. But after her death, her actor didn't really want to do that. Like they'd rather work uh -huh. on other things huh. than doing sporadic Flashbacks. And I've never seen her in anything else. <laughs> I don't know what else she would have to do. But I know they did say that. So I don't know how much Libby you're really going to get in flashbacks from here on out, but I'll tell you what, it's not going to be as much as they wanted themselves. So okay. be ready for that. In the yeah. same way, a character in The Leftovers kind of got pulled away. Oh, more, more than but, one. Several. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah. I guess they went out to do other things that you you actually do know, but Libby, I don't know. Well, but yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but she did. Yeah. She did not want to come back right, okay. just to do flashbacks. Apparently, so. uh, I'm sure she could have been enticed after a couple of years to come and do at least a couple more. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, as much as they want. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. I am interested in the in the illness vaccine quarantine situation. Can we call uh, it? Yeah, that. So I, how I, how I, mind blown would you be if they're like you? They're like, huh? In the future, we'll have COVID eighteen. Like they, they're off my number, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that that would be something. Uh, yeah, and then I, I'm I'm interested to know more about the pearl. I, although I don't I don't know that we're gonna ever go back there. But and the for that matter, the other the the medical hatch where Claire was taken. Uh, I mentioned those things too. Uh, Jin's baby, uh, Jin and Son, uh, is is that Jin's baby? Yeah. And of course, I'm always going to be looking out for. Is this all in Hurley's head at this point? Are we all living in Hurley's head? Possibly rent free. That is the Possibly. big question of season two. Season three, <laughs> uh, we'll be back in two weeks. I guess I won't start going off to yet because we still have a, a segment to do. But that one, Mr. Sal. It's mm -hmm. called A Tale of Two Cities. Mm. A Charles Dickens novel. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, what? 
Wow. Look at that. A tale of two cities. Interesting. Uh, yeah. who, will there be flashbacks in season three, Mr. Sale, do you think? Yeah, of course, I think for sure there will be in season three. I don't know what the pilot holds for us, but I'm going to guess. I mean, that's a Dickens novel. It would be very interesting if there were more Desmond flashbacks and back-to-back episodes. I'll tell you uh, what. I'm going to tell you this right now. Much like the last two season premieres, they're very similar. Well, uh, the first season premiere was just like random flashbacks. In it the was airplane. not. So part pilot part one was Jack. Yeah. It was just Jack. Yes. Even though it showed it was the only, characters. It was only like one one or two flashbacks, right? Yeah, it wasn't too many flashbacks, but it is considered a okay. Jack flashback. All right, so so then this will be a Jack flashback. Season two, Man of Science, Santa Fate, a Jack flashback. So season three, yeah. I won't tell you whose it is. But. But, but very similar to the first two. Very similar to the first two. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. I'll, I'll be down for that. <laughs> you're, all both, you're all about a... Okay. I just I, I just like the idea of A Tale of Two Cities, which is a Dickens novel, tying in with the character who's connected to Dickens, but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, by all means, by all means. So But having said that, if the Tale of Two Cities proves to us that Jack was a criminal, I'd be very into that. I'm trying to think of the timeline here of Jack's flashbacks. Um and what we know about I mean, from the time he turned in his father to the time he went to Australia to pick up his father's body, how much time passed there. Was there time to him, for him to become a criminal in that time? <laughs> How long does it take for one to become a criminal? That's a big yeah. question. No, but yeah, these are questions. But Mr. Sal, I think we've got more questions in store because we have to do the last, uh, it's the time for something that will be the last we will do. For, I mean, I guess the last of many things for this season. Mr. Sal, what time is it? It is TV time. A very exciting TV time for that. Now, it's an exciting TV time in the sense that not really, actually. I think I can guess things pretty well for this one. Ratings five. Characters, yeah. everyone. You, the people, me, Desmond. Uh, yes. Yeah, fair enough. Well, what are the odds here? <laughs> Give me uh, 82% Desmond. Yeah. yeah. yeah more, what's more interesting is can you pick anything after number one? Oh, easily. The Sawyer. Sawyer's, the Sawyer Black Soul is around, right? Yeah. Okay. What uh, Are you putting him in second or third? Nah, he's in second. Five yeah. percent. Five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Sawyer block. Yep. Strong. You'll never. You Strong. will never guess third place. You'll never guess third place. Calvin. No, that would have been very appropriate. No, not Calvin. No, I have no idea. I'm not gonna just keep guessing. I'll give up. Uh, okay. It's it's four percent for Charlie. Huh. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, one because- out, right? So yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he won by so much, eighty-two <laughs> percent. The Sawyer, the Huge. Sawyer fan club, the voting yeah. block. Well, I'll give them this: they're they're rigid, and they're loyal, right? Mm-hmm. They put in their numbers every episode. They're they're at the ballots, so they yep. got to respect. But so, still, you know what? Desmond's eighty-two percent, and you know who was with Desmond through almost the entire two episodes? Wow. Well, I, yeah, That's John Locke. Two percent for John Locke. People hate this dude. Oh, I mean, look what he did. <laughs> he might have ruined the hatch. Oh no, no. If anybody ruined the hatch, it's Echo. 
No, because the blast doors were open. We even saw when uh, Desmond ran into like the kitchen area, it was fully fine <laughs> because of the, the blast true. doors protected it. So he ruined That's some true. parts of it. Don't get me wrong, but Locke may have ruined more of it. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll see the aftermath for it. But, uh, I mean, is there anything else you want to really say, Mr. Sal? I mean, the podcast probably gone on. Yeah. But, how, but, how long, how, yeah. Uh, no, I'm 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 all set. I, I guess I, the one thing I'll ask you is do you want to reveal anything about how far you have watched at this point? You don't have to. I'm just asking if you want to. Tell you what. If you can do something that pleases me to some sort of extent, right? I will tell mm-hmm. you whether or not I have finished season three or not. Oh. But I'll I'll save that. I'll save that. This is your your quest. Uh, either if you can think of something now, so be it. But be weary. It's much like here. You ever forget a password to an iPhone or something? Yeah. Yeah, you have. Uh, I mean, not to an iPhone, but I've forgotten plenty of oh. passwords. You ever you ever forget the password to something that will reset itself or lock you out if you guess wrong too many times? Yes. So I think most people in the that have tasked with this issue. The first like four or five password guesses, like let's say you have 10 password guesses, the first five, six of them are just kind of throwaways. Like this password, mm-hmm. no, this password, no, maybe I mistyped the first password. This, pa- like you're just, you're just throwing stuff at it, right? But then yep. after a bit, like, wait a second, I've only got like four attempts left. I gotta, I've gotta, I've gotta not just throw, I've, I've gotta be very deliberate in my next attempts here. I gotta be very careful. And so in that mm-hmm. vein, Mr. Sal, if you want to right now, you can try to please me now. But, be weary that you don't just throw because I'm giving you one attempt. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to announce that this is your attempt. You can't just I, keep throwing stuff. So, I, so you're not gonna tell me what you want me to do? No, not at all. It's all up to you. And I'm supposed to do this via a podcast. Yeah, like on, and, on the podcast. Uh, so I, I mean, listen, oh, listen, 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 listen. If you want to bribe me in real life, by all means, like that, I'll take that as well. But I guess that's, that's my blanket thing to you. You've got to somehow please me, but you have to let me know before you do it that this is this is the thing to please me, right? And if it okay, does but, not please me to an adequate degree, I will not answer. So since we're not in the same place at the same time, all it can be is words right now. So I have to say something that will please you. Extensibly. Or promise something that will please me. Like, Kurt, I'll oh, give you like $500,000. I'm like, oh, sweet, Kurt. Kurt, if I, if I wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. You have um, to. This is, this you, is a hypothetical. Okay, hypothetical. Okay, I thought you were using it. So I could say, like, Kurt, if I ever come in possession of, you know, a billion dollars, I'll give you 10% of it. <laughs> First of all, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah, like, you hedge your bet still. Let me say, I'm very <laughs> confident you would not get a billion dollars. But also, right. I find it more funny that you, just in the, just in the rare case that you did, don't want to give me all of it. It's like you only give me ten percent of it, just in <laughs> just case. The, just in case you ever get lucky <laughs> enough. Ah, uh, I like to imagine one day someone's like, "I'll give you a billion dollars." Like, no, 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 no. Give me nine hundred ninety million dollars, yeah. right? Because yeah. then I get some more. Yeah. Otherwise, I have to give a hundred million to that goddamn jerk over there. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna listen. For that one, I'll answer. No, that won't please me. And number two, <laughs> number two. I'm not going to answer more of your hypotheticals because that that's fishing, right? And you just got to know. I okay? wasn't asking you to answer that, but I'm saying I, I know, could I ask did answer that. that. Okay. You could, and I would tell you, I would say, no, nah, that doesn't please me now. So 
listen, you've got a week to rattle your mind. The deadline is, you know what, actually, I'll leave the deadline however long you want. So you can you can take however long you want to think on this. But obviously, the longer you wait on it, the less, less useful it becomes. The thing so. of it is that like a big, like maybe a majority chunk of my brain is saying, I don't really want to know because you, you have challenged me to see if I can figure out when you stopped. Yeah, okay. That's fair if you don't want to know. You don't even try to know. But also part of it, Mr. Sal, is you do kind of want to know, don't you? I do kind of want to know. But do you really want to know? Listen, the choice is yours, Mr. Sal, but I'm going to leave it there, okay? So unless you're going to use it right now, which it doesn't sound like you are. No, I'm not. But are you? Okay, figured. I'm not. So that's fine. Just know the choice is out there, okay? Okay. So no need to ask me that again because you, you, you've got how you could possibly figure out. Remember, you got one shot. So, but to the listeners out there, you have more than one shot to listen to every episode. Well, hopefully every episode. For right now, the first two seasons worth, they're out. Next week, we'll be back, not with another Lost episode, but we'll, we'll go back with the recap. We'll talk about the top five episodes of the season, the bottom five episodes of the season, and also how we discuss some character deaths, right? If I'm not mistaken, probably, possibly. Okay. Maybe talk about some titles we liked. Oh, oh, we'll, 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 we'll see how that goes. They don't, they, they, I don't think they know about this on the Lost podcast. They don't, I mean, they don't get things very frequently on the Lost podcast for, for season endings. It's almost been That's a year or so, the second season ending. So, That's a fair point. So, so it's not very fair much point. that it's given out on the yeah. Lost podcast. So, yeah, so, so uh, we did this for Ozark. Do you want to do the titles, the favorite titles and the least favorite titles? Yeah, why not, right? For okay. for the top, for the, yeah. I guess the ruling for that will be, uh, for any episode in the season, you can say your favorite and least favorite. So it doesn't yeah. have to be any in your ratings because we're only doing top yeah. five, bottom five. And, so uh, I think we can legitimately, for Lost, call that call it favorite and least favorite as opposed to best and worst. Or do you want to call it best and worst? Yeah, call it best and worst, whatever. I mean, it's all subjective. Okay. We'll do. Right? That's all right. But yeah, we'll we'll do best and worst. Uh, and then what did we say about deaths we, we wanted to do just talk what, about character that maybe like what character death we felt was most you know maybe talk about it or what we thought was maybe bring up a metric most yeah. shocking character death that might be most sad character saddest death. yeah the character yeah. you'll miss the most yeah yeah stuff like that i would chat on oh, oh, an homage because yeah. you mr sal do not yeah. vote honorably on tv time so, you deserve to do such. <laughs> that being okay. said, though, you have anything else you want to say, Mr. Sal? No, this was fun. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving Lost. I'm glad. And we'll see how we'll see how you feel for season three and season three premiere. Uh, mm-hmm. We we'll see that in two weeks. A Tale of Two Cities. But you, the listener, you don't really have to wait two weeks to watch the episode, but you'll have to wait two weeks if you're watching this around the time when it comes out to see our podcast first. But hey, we have other series, Ozark leftovers uh and whatever else if you're watching this in the future but please subscribe so we have so, some black mirror right now you're right and some black mirror as well so please mm-hmm. subscribe listen leave us some reviews contact us at showperspodcast at gmail.com share the podcast uh lost is coming along it's trucking along we'll keep it up and well thank you for listening that's mr sal i'm yep. Kurt. end of season two feels great